podcast. We're here to entertain and inform a little bit about Digimon. I'm Mark. I run with the will. And I'm Eric Palver of Digimon System Restore. And I think May's asleep. It's very early right now in Australia. Yes, it is. Um, May May was going to come on, but we're assuming she's asleep. She may pop up in a bit. We'll figure that out as we go. Uh, so, AR, how have the last two weeks treated you? Uh, last two weeks have been pretty good. <laughs> a lot of some interesting stuff going on. Yeah, a lot of little bits of Digimon stuff. Nothing really big to the point that even before we record, you're like, we may want to have an actual topic this time. Yeah. It was fun to have an actual topic, something to, to break down. <laughs> yeah. So let's go ahead and get started. We, Sorry, go ahead. We can't we, we can't count on uh, on merch news every week. Yeah. yeah. Although chances are next time we'll have to go through the whole setup for the cafe. Oh yeah. Because, yeah, that'll probably be coming up pretty soon. Well, I believe the first one opens literally like a week after the next episode, so we'll have to have everything by then. Yeah, I know the last of the artwork comes out next week. Yeah, but we'll get into that a bit later. Yeah. Uh, so first up, you know, general side stuff. Uh, finally got in that l- late shipping CD of Perfect World and did all the scans and breakdowns and everything. And I, I don't know, the cover is still kind—I of, still kind of waft between it being good and bothering me. It's—it's it's not quite one hundred percent. But like, but, but, I get what you're talking but, about. But but yeah. even Gatchmon, like his face doesn't look right. It's weird because he's looking directly at us. Yeah, but even, like, his mouth, like, the curves, like, it feels like they've drawn it as if he's supposed to be sideways or something. The way there's, like, just, some of it just doesn't match up well. Yeah. This seems to be the ending thing that everyone likes the best, though. Well, yeah. Do you think they're predisposed, do you think they're uh, predisposed because uh, Miyazaki worked on it? I think they're predisposed because it sounds the most like a Digimon ending theme. Like, the other three don't But AR, AR, come on, you know, you know Atmon isn't Digimon. <laughs> yeah, that's been put to rest. That's been put to rest minus the people who just aren't willing to, like, and we'll get into that when we discuss it, but yeah, they kind of, they, it, it, it's hard to argue it at this point. Yeah. And next up, uh, even longer of a delay was the character songs and original soundtrack from Atmon. Did the scans and breakdown of that, and I, I still am kind of amused that they took the poster and then just shoved it all into an even smaller box for the cover. Yeah. And I it's like... It's a little disappointing in a way. It is, but it's also amusing that on the um, OB card, we finally get the art of the other three. The because other three, because the other three standard grade Atmon are missing. Oh, right. They put them on a part of the OB card, but on the back. Oh, uh, okay. They like shoved them all into the tiniest space possible. It's like, look, there they are. Mm-hmm. I gotta admit, I came around on the songs. I wasn't. I wasn't so <laughs> sure about them from the previews, but listening oh. to the full things, I'm just addicted to them now. Okay, which character song do you like the best? And you can't pick uh, the Apliyama song or the Airy song from the show. You have to pick from the actual five character songs. Oh, it's it's tough because I really like 
a lot of them. I like Haru's probably the best. I think that one's the one that gets into my head the most often. But there's something to like out of all of them. I sort of like how um, Ray's song is almost a parody. In a way, yeah. Because it's like, everyone's like, oh, he's the dark character. So he's singing this song that sounds like a generic dark song. And Hackmon sort of just ignoring him and talking. Hackmon is offering the commentary track to Ray's singing. Yes, it's very... All the songs actually work really well with the character personalities and everything. Oh, yeah. That I wasn't worried about. I was worried about how they'd sound as actual songs, and they all came together very nicely. Yes. Even with the very disparate voices that you've got in there, like between Eugene and Offmon, it still comes together oh, off- in a really cute way. Offmon works perfectly in that song. Yeah. Okay. I. Th- that's almost all we have to say about Atmon, but we'll be back around to Atmon later. Now we have actual news. First up, it's been 18 years since Digimon premiered in English. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. When did you first see it, AR? Um, I got into it... I want to say I caught a few episodes. It was really strange because I was just starting to get into anime. Like, when I was in, like, high school in the late 90s, I was getting into... You know, Sci-Fi Channel would show some Matsumoto films, like Galaxy Express and that uh, stuff. They, so I would... they would show Aiko on random Saturday mornings. Right. Yeah. So that's sort of my first experience with Digimon. So when I got into college and had more channels channels available, I was basically watching whatever I could. So I was sampling a lot of different stuff. And Digimon, I actually dismissed at first. I actually was not going to get it. I was not getting into Digimon at first. And then I caught a couple of the Myotis Monarch episodes, and those are what got me hooked. But um, no, the first half of the season, the first half of the show, I didn't get into at all. Um... Which. So, um, I actually saw the first episode when it premiered on August 14th, but mm-hmm. I was not watching for Digimon. <laughs> they promised a Transformer trailer in the middle of the show. Okay. So, and it's probably a good thing I didn't catch the very first premiere episode, because if I would saw the very first episode first, I would have said the show was stupid and been done with it immediately. Yeah, I, I was there purely for the Beast Machines trailer. Hmm. Uh then just kept watching next week, the week after. I don't think there's much else to say with that, rather than I still like the English logo. I mean, it still works exceptionally well for me. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, even though a lot of us listening probably have kind of moved past the dub, I think we can't understate how important it was. I don't think we would all be here if it weren't for the dub. Like, as much as many problems and groan-worthy moments as it has, I think they ultimately made very good decisions with the directions they tried to go with Yeah. early on in the season. I don't think that trying to replicate the atmosphere of the Japanese version would have been palatable to us over here. No, and the truth is it wouldn't even have made... It, if it were done, you know, a quote-unquote proper uncut dub, it would have never aired on TV in the first place. It aired on TV specifically because they took the show and turned it into what they wanted it to for TV. Mm-hmm. And it's not even the, the cuts they made, it's the, well, the you cut, know, the, the it's changing well, the atmosphere well, completely. The other th- well, the other thing is, is the cuts aren't generally as big as people tend to think they are. No. They're, really. ver- they're very minor. In fact, there are early episodes that I think time-wise nothing's actually cut. Mm, possibly. 
Yeah. That I'm that I'm not sure about because I think I think the a half hour episode in America is probably different than a half hour episode in Japan just lengthwise. Yeah, but but a, but a lot of that, that you can cut out from the ep- from the you know, the more extended intro, the more extended outro, the episode yeah, preview. Yeah. You don't uh, have to show the ending yeah. in, in America yeah. usually. But yeah, eighteen years and that does it kind of bother you that in that you know, not just for the dub, but in two years we're going to be doing another twentieth anniversary celebration? It, no, I say bring it on. Let's have more. To, it, it's, it's been a good 20th. Hey. Well, I just mean it's kind of hilarious that Toei is now just doing rolling anniversaries almost. I'm yeah. I mean, we've been we just got done with the 15th anniversary. Now we're on the 20th anniversary, and this will continue until the next 20th anniversary. I say keep going. Yep. And next up, Digimon. And shirts as soon as at, that, as soon as that'll that's done, we'll have the 25th anniversary. Digimon shirts at Hot Topic. I, okay. They're not. They're nice, but I don't plan on getting either of them. They're hot topic shirts. Yes. They're, they're, they're hot topic worthy designs. They don't. They're not really anything that excites me. They're not something I would pick up. But the fact that they exist at Hot Topic is good news. Um, the right shirt is very basic. The left shirt, I would prefer it if they used the text for Agumon rather than just generically saying Digimon. Yeah. I, I don't mind the Agumon. The Agumon shirt's actually rather nice. Yeah, no, the Agumon shirt's fine. But yeah, the katakana's very hey, look Japanese. But yes, it says Digimon. It's Digimon. Enjoy. That that's basically the gist of it. Right. I don't think we have anything else to say about these. Minus, I expect we will be seeing quite a few more. I hope so. Hope hopefully with some. The sh- the shirt on the right, the design's very. This is a generic shirt that you might have seen eighteen years ago. Yeah, basically. I think I have seen something very similar to that shirt 18 yeah. years ago. I know the contour for Kitsune had a, a shirt very similar <laughs> with the logo, and I think it was the the cover art of the um, comic Yeah. on the front. Uh, yeah, now, yeah, uh, yeah now, my, now I've jumped to remembering what that... Okay, let's move on. Um, Tripart 2 is out in the U.S. finally, after... I've had it for a month and a half or so, and you've had it for three weeks? Yeah, about... Uh, it's been about a month, I'd say. Okay. Um, I didn't do anything with it for the first week, but... Yeah. It, other the, than take a selfie with it. Yeah. The discs, you know, we went, we both have gone over them, and they're the same as what we have. We still need to figure out if they're going... about any disc replacement for that video glitch, though. Everyone go get it. Yes. So that we can get more. We want more. Um, we've already gone over this, though, quite a bit. I think we can move on. Unless there's anything else you want to add? No, not really. Okay. Um, we have the packaging for Tripart 2 in the UK for our friends over there. Very nice-looking package. Yeah, I like the art cards. Um, it's really, really funny to see the debate over which is better because ha- a good chunk of people in the U.S. want you know, the different cover, the poster, and the art cards. And a good chunk of the people in the UK are like, but we don't get a digital copy. Oh, uh, okay. This is funny because everyone, it's basically a grass is greener situation. I would probably rather have the art cards because I know how to get a digital copy off the DVD. 
Yeah, but there's something nice about having it in a streaming. Oh no, account. it's a great it's a great service. It's yeah. a good thing to provide. Yeah. I'm just saying from a personal standpoint. Yeah. Um but yeah, that's out November sixth and we expect it to be effectively the same, but I'm I expect they're gonna do the same audio edit they did for part one in the UK. Which is it starts with butterfly and then cuts off to the dub theme. I never understood that. Why they why they did that for the UK audience. Because it's not like there's a, a rights issue with Butterfly. The no. the subtitle version of both discs have Butterfly. Yeah. So it's probably just either Toei's decide that's what they want to do. Because remember, this is even though we say uh, Manga UK, Shout, Madman, Toei is really the one calling the shots. So and it's kind of hard to get a beat on what the fuck they're doing. So let, let's just go with, they've decided that's what they want. <laughs> they are really into that dub theme. Yes, they are. Um, now, we're still waiting on Tri-Part 3 news for us, but we have a preliminary bit of information for the UK. The pr- it shows as December 26th for them. Mm-hmm. Now, that's didn't, not... they do, didn't this happen last year? Uh, not not for that. release it for... Yeah, they said, like, it was September, and then December, then March, then May. The problem there was that they legally can't release it before we get it. What that tells me is this date is basically a stab in the dark until we get a U.S. Well, release date. Well, it's a stab in the dark, except for one thing. If you, da- if you date it out, late November, early December is about what you would expect us to get. Yeah, I guess. So this may I would I think that would be a good idea to get it out for yeah. December. I don't know if they actually well, well, will though. Well to be clear, we and shouts even they've even confirmed this in the last few days, it is two thousand seventeen, even if they haven't announced a specific date yet. Okay, they have said two thousand seventeen. Yes. Then. Uh someone even someone was uh tweeted at Shout, can you guys please confirm you know, when's Tri Part three coming out? And I basically gave a smart ass response of it will be in the far-off year 2017. Shout even said, yes, that's correct. We love our things that are ambiguously 2017. Yes. Yeah, but th- they, they've they been pretty clear since the beginning. Part 3 will be out this year. And since we were asked, uh, Butterfly is not in determination other than the opening. Yeah, it just showed up yeah. that abbreviated... It was and abbreviated in fact, in after the beginning. after Part 2... I don't think we've heard Butterfly again since then, have we? I mean, no, it was in part. It was a, towards the middle end of part three. Okay. That was when they were um, all resolved to go into the digital world. They okay. played Butterfly. Okay. Um, then next up, they finally open the Digimon game community website, and it's a very decently put together, press friendly site. Mm-hmm. Basically, uh, we got new art of. It's very good Cyber Sleuth-themed art for Nakano Broadway. Yeah, that's a cool little thing. I love seeing Ami again. Does this make Terriermon her canon partner? I believe various things have shown that all three are the part partners officially. It's probably more okay. they just didn't want... It's probably more that they needed room for stuff on the um, pamphlet. Cause you sh- cause... I'm, I'm sticking with Terriermon. I picked Terriermon. Yeah, but I, I believe in 
Somewhere in Cybersleuth. Takumi can have a different one. I think it's officially all three at the same time, though. That's no fun. Yes, it is. I like having canon information about No, Takumi I mean canon, it's all three at the same time. It's the three that you could choose from in the game. Officially, that's the three they have, I believe. I know. <laughs> but... And, you know, they did an interview with Kenji Watanabe, which I'm told it looks like it's probably the same interview that's going to show up in the art book, but we're not sure of that. And that's about it for that website, which is going to be very, very not specific to us. But on to more, you know, game stuff. We have a bunch of information for it. Like, they threw out everything hacker's memory at basically the same time. Yeah. Um, the cover art looks great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have the nice stack of DLC, which is first up is the, er, you know, the basically the pre-order items, uh, both sister mons, and they have their awaken mode. Yeah, did you get those at the start? I so. see. The thing is, is with uh, character DLC in games, sometimes they give it to you at the start. Sometimes you have to get to a point where you can access some sort of storage box. So, who knows okay. what it's going to be here. Um, like, it, that'd be, hey, getting some of these would be kind of breaking the game early on. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is also, we don't know, like, I doubt it would work like the Next Order system, but Next Order, they gave you an item, then at a certain point, you could forcibly evolve to that character. Okay. Yeah, because the DLC in Cyber Sleuth was, they just give it to you right off the bat. And... Yeah, I mean, they may do that here, but we don't really know at this point. It wasn't, it wasn't too bad early on, although having all of those 20 ABI Digimon were ultimately gave you a huge advantage, yeah. but, I mean, it's DLC, it should give you some advantage. Yeah, and then, um, you all, we also get dress uniforms for the three main characters, since it includes Cyber Sleuth, and it, the DLC applies to that. Heisuke's uh, uniform looks awful lot like his regular clothes. <laughs> yeah, I like how they didn't theme the headset in any way. Yeah, um, and then the one that seemed to both excite and annoy people, NX style. Did I type that backwards? Okay, Omegamon NX. Let's go with. Yeah. Um, what I wrote down. Yeah, we don't really know if this is going to just be like a skin for Omegamon or an actual different Omegamon. I wouldn't be shocked either way, but I'm guessing different Digimon. Hmm. I mean, that would explain yeah, the, th that would explain the branding is Omega Mon NX though. Yeah, I mean, it'd, it'd be a shame to to have that available and not actually get to a point where you get Omega Mon because Omega Mon's hard to get to, and it was hard to get to in Cyber Sleuth. Yeah, uh, that's true. I forgot about that. Um, but yeah, I, I like the design works really well. I think. Oh yeah, and then they the NXs look the NX designs look really good in these games. Yeah, and then they announced very very fancy limited edition boxes. Yeah, these look good. So, uh, they're including it, five things with these. First up, we get they're going to include a dozen songs from the anime into the game. They don't clarify what the hell that actually means, though. Like. Is it going to be integrated into the game, or is it just going to be a sound check where you can play songs? Either way, I want this. Like, like I know what everyone wants. They want when it evolves, it starts to play Braveheart. 
Right. Like, that is the top thing everyone wants to happen. I guess. I can think of better uses for that, because the evolution sequences in in Cyber Sleuth aren't incredibly long. No, like but by the that, time but the, you no, won't but, even get you won't even get to lyrics. No, but that doesn't stop that doesn't stop everyone from wanting it though. But right, no, I'm yeah. trying to be I'm trying to be practical here. I want I want like slash to play during raids <laughs> in uh Kowloon or something. Yeah, we'll see. I mean like, play play during those or something. Let's control the Kowloon we'll see, um, yeah, world see. music. Ah. One second. And May anyway. should be po- May should be popping okay. in right about now. Maybe. Anyway, yeah, that's what I I think they should have some background music in various worlds, I, especially online. Well, I'm, some I'm, of the I'm trying to that. I'm trying to decide like what is realistic and what is practical because it could just be the multiplayer mode or something, for all we know. Do um battle scene music. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it's you, hard. You go into a, you go into a random battle, and then suddenly yeah. Braveheart plays. That yeah. would be fun. But like, I I know what we all want and what we're all imagining, but I'm not sure what that's going to be. What are the odds we're actually going to get to play this version of the game? Ah, uh, it's, it's so fucking random with Bandai. It's kind of hard to tell. Yeah. I think May's in the call now. May, can you hear us? I'm getting a message about not sure if her oh. mic is working. So. Okay, she can hear us. We just can't hear her. Ah. Okay, we'll, we'll keep talking while she's setting up her mic. Um, on top of that, they, we're getting a um, Digimon Story art book. Yeah. Now, they're not, lab- they're not labeling it as Hacker's Memory, so we're all kind of hoping and expecting that it's just an overall art book, but we don't know. Yeah, it's well, it's just Digimon story in general. So yeah, I suppose it could be incorporating a bunch of yeah. different story games. Well, the thing, other thing is, is we don't know who might show up from them, anyways. I mean, they. they hey, could... can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Okay, yes. cool. Um, I couldn't get my mic working, but I could get Jay's mic. Sorry. Um, sorry, I'm so late. No, I, no I problem. Was at a wrestling thing last night. No problem. Everyone can and say hi to May, and I need to turn her overlay back on. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm no, so no, sorry. No, no, no problem. It happens. There. See, I just covered you up with a blob of black paint. I'm so sorry. That's no, fine. Uh, we're going over some of the DLC crap for Hacker's Memory. Okay, yeah. That's cool. Um, but, yeah, with the art book, either way, we need Sayo art. <laughs> it's almost expected for her to pop in, I think. For, right? To, yeah. Um... But then on top of the art book, we get a soundtrack CD, which they've liked doing these for Digimon games lately. Yeah. I don't blame them. No. I love them, so it's fine. <laughs> and I like the little cover art they've done of it, where it's just, you know, some of the Digimon. I like that. Mm-hmm. And then you get a business card for the Kurumi Detective Agency. And it includes DLC codes for Alphamon NX and Dukemon NX. <laughs> Uh, uh, this is just... It's a funny way to do uh, DLC codes. 
it's like, yeah, this is a clever way to do DLC codes. And, and then, More games should do this. And then we get a 20th anniversary box that will have some sort of art that they're not clarifying at the moment. Fair enough. I mean, I'm trying to decide, is it just going to be fancier hacker's memory art? Or, like, what do you think it's actually going to be? If it actually incorporates 20th anniversary, I hope it's a little more than fancy hacker's memory art. It can kind of be contained in the story world, but just something a little more anniversary-ish than just a hacker's I, I memory mean, art. I mean, do you think they should just do you think they should stick to Digimon's story, or do you think they should throw in everything? Yeah, I think well, it I'd might love, be some crossover. I'd love it if they threw in everything, but I don't know. I, I'd be fine if they kept it to story or although, although, the, although this version is although this version is the anime music edition so it may be random anime art fine with that yeah and then we get to move on to everyone's favorite thing store exclusive dlc have fun with that for am for amazon you get a t-shirt costume for the main character for geo you get duftmon nx who looks fantastic to be quite honest yeah. Are uh, there actually NX figures no. for these? Okay. No, and that has everyone kind of going, well, does this mean anything, or is this just the models they could most easily modify to them? I think I think we're a ways away from getting a Duffmon figure. What? You, you mean you don't think Duffmon's the next great Digimon? I mean, I don't think it's going to be the next Digivolving Spirit, if that's what you're asking. <laughs> and then from Sutaya, uh, we get Lord Nightmon NX. Because everyone's demanding that super-deformed Lord Nightmon NX figure. It was a relevant yeah. character in Cyber Sleuth. Yeah. It was the best character in Cyber Sleuth. I love Lord Nightmon. And then from yeah. Lala Bit, we get the most popular DLC, of course, the in-game item set. It's not as flashy, but it helps. Yes. Um, they also announced December 14th. Price is 6,800 yen, and the limited edition is 10,300 yen. Um, you know, pre-orders up, and we have v voices for some of the characters. Ooh. Uh, mm -hmm. Keske will be voiced by Ryota Asari, who it looks like he, they've kind of purposely picked someone who is not normally a lead, which kind of continues on with what they've said about the character. Mm -hmm. um, then Erika Mishima is voiced by Yui Ogara. She very much seems to play the little, not not I'm not not little kid type, but you know, like the yeah. younger yeah. sister type characters. And Ryuji is someone we've heard recently. Do you want to <laughs> take this one, AR? Oh, uh, Yuichi Nakamura. Yeah, he's uh, Charismon and Crosswar or um, Atmon. Yeah. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah. Atmon. Yeah. Yeah. I was sitting there. I'm looking. You know, I was sitting there typing this all up, and I'm about to, you know, go look up who he was to type everything up. And I'm like, that picture looks oddly familiar. Mm -hmm. Um, and then uh. Chitose were voiced by Yuki Ono. A lot more roles, including quite a few shows that uh, Nakamura was in. Mm -hmm. And then they revealed um, a few more things. You know, uh, it looks like it's from an early V-Jump. Um, 
Goro, Matayoshi, and Makiko Date are back. Yay. With the same I actors. I love Date. <laughs> Date is one of my, is probably my favorite character. Every single picture of her I pulled up has angry eyes. Inspector Date, I've said this before on Twitter, Inspector Date is the love child of Masaru and Yoshino. Yeah, both no, of those personalities that. put together, you have Inspector Date. The mm-hmm. visual, the visual actually kind of fits that also. It does. Um, then they announced um, a character named Yu, who will be played by Yuko Sanpei, who is a relatively big voice actor, actually. Yeah. Um, who? Oh, Boruto. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's, I guess, Keisuke's best friend. She's Boruto. She's uh, one of the pretty cures. She was rented in Eureka Seven. I'm just a guess that might be one of those, because remember that in the the main character in Cyber Sleuth had those two friends that nobody cares about. I'm hey, guessing it might be I something. care. I care about their romance, sort of. Oh I yes, guess. <laughs> weird romance that happened in the background. Mm. I'm guessing it's something along those lines. Is that what that character? Well, is really? I, I feel like they didn't cast her to play generic friend who's only going to show up in a couple scenes. They yeah, she's got too much of a big a voice for that. Well, no, I no, I mean like, it feels like if they're casting her, something more is going to end up happening. That's what I mean. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they also announced there will be a Digimon market, so you can purchase Digimon in the game. I'm kind of surprised they haven't thrown that in before, to be quite honest. Mm, I kind of like the idea that you have to get them on your own. So yeah, it'll we'll be, see how the we'll see how the market yeah. concept plays out. But yeah, uh, before like we'll, if you're going for completionist, getting to buy some is sort of cheap. Yeah. Uh, before we move on to the next topic, May, how are you doing? I am so sorry. That's how I'm doing. No, I'm no, no. It, 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 it's fine. Uh, I just didn't get to make all my Scotch jokes earlier. Oh no. Um. Well, I I had lots of that yesterday because yeah. I did some podcast recording and completely lost my voice again. Well, well, thank you for popping in. If you decide you need to pop out, just let us know, and I can I can throw the ink back on. Yeah. How many episodes? How many episodes did you record yesterday? Uh, yesterday I I uploaded our regular weekly episode, and I also did our Atmon episode, the manga episode, and then Jay's predictions for the episodes of Savers that we're watching next week. So lots of recording, and then my voice died, and that's not so fun. And then I went to wrestling last night, which involves lots of screaming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Th- thank you for popping in once you were able to get up. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Just I completely slept past all my alarms, which is really strange because they're attached to my wrist and they're quite violent. Yeah, I, I set very loud alarms roughly an hour and a half before the podcast, just on the off chance I somehow. It, it, it's been known for me to happen to sleep in. I I think we can go ahead and move on to the next topic, which is the Imperial German Paladin Mode Fig Arts is back for a lottery. I don't think we have much to say about this, other than it was a nice figure, and none of us are going to get this one. Yeah, I already have the uh, the first release, so uh, I'm happy. Yeah. I, I already have mine. Yeah, I mean, there's no so difference. Need to try. Let's be honest. Is this they've made a few more, or is it they found a case in a warehouse and this is how they've decided to get rid of them? I, I feel guessing, like that would be the case. Yeah, yeah, clearing out. They're clearing out the warehouse here. Yeah, this is 
this is like they kept a few cases for future promotional use and they decided, okay, it's time to get rid of them. <laughs> I mean, they never I mean, need to promote Zero Two again. No, I mean, like, at some point you have newer Zero Two stuff to promote with. Right. At yeah. some point you can't pull out, you know, the figure from, what was this, mid-2015? Mm, I think maybe it was... Was it before Triad? I it, think that's... it was like in the lead. It was like it was announced like in late 2014. It came out early 2015, which is what made mm. some people go, "Oh, two's going to be a huge part of Tri. It's going to be yeah. yeah." And that hasn't there quite happened. Who said that? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. people did. People also <laughs> when they re- with Sorry? the gem figure relief, they also said that. Oh yeah, that was t- that was timed yeah. for O2 to pop up and Tri. Though you know what my favorite uh, Zero Two's popping up in Tri thing was what? Mimi's shoes apparently. Yes, yeah, that okay. The, oh yeah. The initial one was was that in the fall the following poster was that, um, not only were Takaru and Hikari in O2 style junior high uniforms, mm-hmm. yeah. Mimi's shoes had a star just like her shirt in oh, Zero geez. Two, and that's proof of O2's importance. Although to I mean, be I fi- took the. I took the uniforms as as evidence that it wasn't going to be a complete ignoring it slash retcon, but to be an active participant yeah. seemed like a stretch. Yeah. Although, to be fair, I believe at the time it wasn't that it was going to be big, it's that it was going to count. Oh, yeah. Although, well, although, that, although with, Jap- with, with Japanese canon, it's hard to tell even when stuff matches if that's going to be true. You basically have to wait and see if anything shows up. Stuff did show up, but people don't seem very happy about it. Eh, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, I think we can move on from the very nice Paladin Mode figure that none of us are going to get. We have details for the card set. The All the art for this is fantastic. I mean, I want every mm-hmm. card to have mm-hmm. new art. So mm-hmm. they showed off some of the new art, which we already have seen to Rondamon, but... This is not identical art to... It's close, but it's not the art we've had of him in the past. Because the art we had him in the past, both swords are downwards. I think. Um, then they show off the two big signature Digimon. And it's nice to have Tyrannomon and Agumon both included like that. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. lovely. I yeah. love it. And then we get the Digimon that appeared in games with Omegamon Zwart, Ophanimon Faldad Mode, and Mastamon. I don't know which piece of art I like the best between these three, because they all look good. I mean... Yeah. I like how they're all, like, in active attack mode, also. I'm probably giving the edge to Ophanimon there, but, yeah, they're all pretty good. I like Mastamon the most. I I feel like Zwart is probably the worst, but that's just because the character's so singular in color. Yeah. I, yeah. Mastamon, I just don't get a good feel for the character with that artwork. Yeah, I, I kind of get what like, you mean, but, but I like the Mastamon art, though, is the thing. Right. Yeah. Um, and then we have anime series characters that haven't been turned into Hyper Coliseum cards before, which is Rosemon Burst Mode, Shine Greymon Burst Mode, and Mirage Galgamon Burst Mode. But I mean, they not turned yeah. this into cards before. Shine Greymon has been. Okay. Uh, I'm assuming that when they say turned into Hyper Seam cards before, they 
are sort of wafting and counting the original run of the cards because he did uh, Shine Game on Burst Mode did get a card like two or three years ago. Mm-hmm. So there's an asterisk next to this one. <laughs> hey, any and more Burst Mode I'm happy with. Yeah. And then we anytime get... you call attention to to Burst Mode or anytime anytime you call attention to anything Sabers I'm happy with. Yes. And then we I get love Sabers. And then we get the many animated ultimate level characters. Which, very nice art of some of the most recognizable characters from the first four seasons. Although, is the War Greymon art kind of boring? Yeah. Like, we get this really neat pose with Omegamon, who often does not get the best art poses. Mm-hmm. Um, Dukemon's doing neat, like, War Greymon's kind Duke-mon, of Yeah, Dukemon looks great. Susanoamon looks really cool. Susanoamon looks amazing. I think yeah. he's, he's probably the best out yeah, of all I, I the I love, uh, like, how there. it looks like, you know, the camera's above him, he's looking up, we get the shining around him. Yep. There's a weird that um, Imperial Jermon is in, like, a fighting pose, but it almost looks like he's, like, they've drawn him, like, cute. He looks like he's about to pat a dog. <laughs> I, Aggressively. I, I, <laughs> but yeah, that's nice. And they showed off all the, the 45 reprint cards. Minus the new art for some, which, you know, we've seen some of them clearly. Do you think we're going to see, I mean, there's none laid out for these 45. Will we get any Cross Wars or, dare we say, Atmon cards? Um, maybe Gatchmon, just to sort yeah, it'd, it'd be of complete not, that. Even if it's not a character card, even if it's an option card, it'd be nice for something Gatchmon. Mm. It'd be fun. Yeah. and I don't think it's necessary, but it'd be fun. Yeah. And we know, you know, just adding stuff up, we know 11 of the 15 new cards. Uh, Zubamon, Durandamon, Alter S, Blitzgreymon, Kreskurumon, Zwart, Ophanimon, Falldown Mode, Mastamon, Shine, and then the three Burst Modes. Mm. So I guess the question is this, who d- who is important enough to get one of four more cards? Any guesses? Uh, probably Omegamon. Like it's always Omegamon, right? Well, Omegamon looks like he's gonna be one of the reprint cards with new art. Just looking at the layout. Yeah. Because it looks like it's gonna be Agumon new art, then Greymon and Metal Greymon old art, War Greymon new art. I'm gonna guess the one next to War Greymon's Metal Gurumon, and then the one at the end of the row is probably the new art of Omegamon. So I'm mm. guessing well, I mean, he's not can... one of the four. Wow. I mean, you can read the read the katakana on all those. Yeah, but I'm too lazy to check it right now, so I'm guessing. Oh, oh you're right. Oh, yeah, right, next to Metal Greymon is, is War Greymon. Yeah, but I mean, next to War Greymon, I believe that's Metal Gurumon, just skimming. Omegamon. Okay, so who's after Omegamon, then? Okay, hold on. Let me. I gotta zoom in here. My <laughs> katakana's the, uh... not made here. But is let's... this the is this the big one the one with all the, the yeah. now designing ones? Yeah, the top right of the first row. Um, that's top, that's Algamon. The, the, the first one's Algamon, yeah. Yeah, the top right though. The oh, top, top right, top left oh, that... Algamon. Uh, Neko, oh, that's, uh, the Vmon art. The Vmon art's old. It's the one of his original cards. T- oh, it's Tyrannomon. It's Tyrannomon. Okay. That oh makes... yeah. yeah. It's, okay. It's, um, right. Omega okay. Tyrannomon. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, moving on from the cards, 
Like we could translate all of these if we yeah, wanted to. I, I, <laughs> well, most of them we can guess who they are relatively easily. It's mostly the new cards, which they yeah. don't list at all. Yeah, see, I'm seeing Imperial Dramon in there. Yeah. Duke Mon, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. believe all I believe all these we've seen the new art. Um and then Premium Bandai has the twentieth Digicall Cormon Tokemon set. And they're not being super clear if this is the same one people have ordered, because I don't think anyone's gotten theirs yet who have pre ordered it months ago. May? No, I actually, I'm actually, I think I'm actually trying to look for these. I can't actually find them in my usual lazy <laughs> looking online sources, which well, is just Army Army, Hobby Link Japan, and eBay. Well, the thing is, is pre orders were like back in like April or May. Um, so it looks like these are the ones sold at Digifest and they're selling off more of them at Premium Bandai, but they're being kind of wafty on if these are actually new or if they're identical to the sets people will be getting in the next few weeks. I think they might be identical, but the base isn't. The base is, I think, different, right? Well, they aren't say they they say it's a 20th anniversary base, but the entire set from moment one was advertised as a 20th anniversary set. You know what I mean? Yeah. So people will get these soon, and it we don't know for now. Um, they've shown pictures that suggest the paint scheme is slightly different, at the very least. Mm. But. We'll see. I mean, I don't think many people are... I doubt many people are ordering these after they were relatively easy to, and cheap to order. Well, three, four months ago. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure someone is because they need to have... They have to be 100% sure they're getting that base, which looks really nice. Yeah, I love... I'm, yeah, the I'm base is good. Base. Yeah, I'm more. I'd be more excited. The base is more interesting than the actual figures. The to me. Fi- I, yeah, I yeah. don't. I don't like these designs. Well, I already have. I already have a Coromon from the Digicode, and if it doesn't have its teeth fully exposed, it's not really Tokemon, now, is it? Well, my problem is, is does it look like these were rejects from earlier Digicole releases? It could be. I mean, yeah. like, like they, the molds just—they're not bad, but they're not. Like, for the tw- the 20th anniversary Digicall is Coromon and Tokemon, and they're not the most awesome molds possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I-, I mean, we had, like, a six-pack of Coromon a year ago. Yeah. You have we've, had to- a bu- we've had a bunch of Coromon. Yeah. But I mean, There's like, so many Coromon. But, like, they literally did, like, a six- or seven-pack of them. You have to top that for the 20th anniversary. If it's and- not on... Yeah, Coromon needs to be on the toilet again. Yeah. <laughs> Instead, you get a Coromon who looks like he needs to go to the dentist. <laughs> yeah. Actually, t- Tokomon kind of looks like that also. Yeah, Tokomon's teeth seem like they're not too super detailed for some reason. And yeah, yeah that's that's the I problem. Mean, I mean, I mean, you could Tokomon. I... If Tokomon's teeth aren't in high def, it doesn't feel like I mean, you're getting the full value. Here. I mean, you could also argue that the point of this was to do a 20th anniversary toy product that anyone could afford. Because even at MSRP, this was like $13. I guess. But so maybe. You could also pick yeah. figures different than yeah. Coromon and Tokemon. True. Um, then we get to go on to more products, which this kind this kind of goes back to the joke of May's buying everything. May, what do you have oh, on order? Really want... What do you own? I don't have any of these, actually, but I really want the shoes. I love the shoes so much. I love them. I, and I want that the, uh, the Tai Chi bag. But mostly the shoes. Oh my god, the shoes are so cool and they're so dumb. But I want <laughs> Yeah. These are from last year that apparently somehow like 
every single person in the fandom is because I look after someone linked this to me. I went to look to other sites, and I I, no one, no one else reported on these all either. I've seen. The I don't remember before. them. I think. I've I seen know, the rings. I... Yeah. I've seen. I want to say similar rings. I'm not sure these are, these may have shown up randomly, but like with no information about what they were at the time. I don't know. I just remember that the promo art looks very familiar to me. I've seen the mm. promo art before. Yabado with that, um, he went to Jared's look. Yeah. Some, that I've yeah, seen before. Yeah, some of the stuff, like, we've seen pictures of some of the stuff, but it was never shown in any context where we knew what the hell was going on. And then someone goes, hey, I looked at With the Will and I didn't see this. Did you guys put this somewhere? And I looked and I'm like, okay, no, we missed this entirely, so I need to write everything up. And also, this is sold out. Huh. Um, so we have... Shoes themed after. I'm. Does it seem kind of weird that it's not just the shoes they wear in the show? Um. Yeah, but I really do like the converse look. Oh no, so do I. Yeah. But it's like with. But it's like with the Yamato pair, you get it say friendship, and then <laughs> with the Tai Chi one, it just says brave. You know, I like them because they're they're Digimon without being jumping yeah, I, out at your face, Digimon. I True. feel like I could wear these and no one would really think, oh, they're Digimon related unless they 100% new, or especially with the, the Yamato one, I guess. But I the, mean, I don't think I could get away with the Converse look without getting stares, but that's besides the point. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, the, the shoes are reasonably nice. Um, the rings kind of look cheap to me, to be honest. Mm, th yeah, they look a bit like those yeah. $2 ones. Yeah. yeah, the rings look terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, especially for roughly ninety dollars. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. The box looks nice though. Yeah, no, the box does look nice. Well, that's what I was thinking when I was putting together the images. I'm like, the box looks nicer than the damn rings. See, if I ever propose to Jay, I have to get it to make it a Digimon one just so he can hate me. <laughs> Great. I'm. I'm gonna hear. I'm gonna. And there's gonna end up being a story about Jay jumping off a cliff or something. Yeah, poor Jay. Yeah. Very short marriage. And then we get the sold-out backpack and bag. <laughs> I want the bag. The backpack the, so much. The bags look good. May, May, I like the May's, bags. May's gonna need to troll around Japanese auctions. May's gonna have to die. <laughs> and they included bromide prints with everything. Mm. Is, Og is Agumon's mouth kind of fucked up in this image? Like, his head's all weird, right? Yeah, no, it's kind of yeah. like it's been squished a bit. I'm surprised they didn't sell the shirts. Taiji's looks like oh. pajamas. Yeah. Yeah, that's about it for these. Um, I, we're going to hear about me getting the backpack. I just know it. One day. one, day, And then I'll post it everywhere. Everyone will know. The world will know. And next up is the third I Love Tailmon plush. And this one looks fantastic. Mm. And it has the little art they've done of it for and everything. Mm-hmm. I love that they can keep selling these. Yeah. Well, I mean, I well, they're, well, they're crane plushes. Yeah. I love the I pose have... she's in. Yeah, yeah. The, the pose is great. I mean, how I've got the big. I've got the big one already, so... I mean, but... to be fair, though, okay, look, if you look at... They've done three of them. They have her standing up, sitting down, and now on all four. What's next? Mm -hmm. What will I Love Tailmon 4 be? Handstand. Wouldn't that just yeah. be her with her hands held up, though? Yep. Pretty much. I could probably...
do that with mine. See, I'm, I'm trying to think, like, could they do, like, a good... I'm trying to think, like, could they do a good pose with, like, one arm kind of slashing forward? Yeah, like an attack pose. Yeah. Oh, no, you know what I, I, I would really think would be really cool? Like, the, uh, the Manekineko, um, statues? Like, her oh, doing yeah. that pose? Yes. <laughs> there you go. That'd be so cool. Yeah, this is anything. A... Anything where got where where she's more cat. Yes. Mm. Yeah, we don't Make actually make her more cat. We don't actually get that many products with her being catish. Well, there was that um, can badge button that I managed to get randomly uh, last month of her licking Hikari, that cute <laughs> little cat lick on the cheek. That's <laughs> really cute. Uh, huh. I don't remember that one. Um, this is out in December. And no doubt they'll announce more. Anyone have anything else to say about the Tailmon plush? I want it. May, May, all joking aside, what don't you want that shows up in all seriousness? Um, I guess those rings, maybe? Because I don't want <laughs> You don't I need guess? the rings. Okay, we're all agreed. May will not get the rings. If May gets the rings, we can officially say she's lost it. Yeah, you can make fun of me so much if I, if I get the rings. May, I do that already. As, yeah. as Well, it, that's the caveat with that is not if Jay ends up with one. Yeah, okay, yes. If she buys <laughs> it to give to Jay, that's an asterisk we can all agree on. Yeah. Next up, the Try Fancy Dress Clothes products were finally released outside of Digifest. Cool. And... I still like the outfits, and... It seems to be you. Everyone seems to be very much agreed on who looks the best out of the nine of them. Is it Mimi? Yes. Yeah. I have not seen anyone say that anyone else looks the best. People are like, oh, I like the way Joe looks. I like Tucker with his hat, but Mimi looks the best. Mimi looks. The, it, I mean, I, I think the look the look looks really good for Mako. Oh yeah, no, it does. I think it, yeah. I think it's more something about the way Mimi's posing. Oh yeah. Yeah. She like, looks like she's coming to steal your girl. <laughs> but, <laughs> but but it's like like the Sora and the Tai Chi poses are kind of boring. For example, yeah. Like the outfit, like yeah. the outfits aren't necessarily better than Mimi's. It's that Mimi's doing something. Tai Chi has that look. Like I really don't want to be here, but we're just gonna muscle through this. Yeah. Also, and... quick quick question, especially on the clear file. Does anything seem wrong with Tailmon's eyes to you? Because they're kind of um, freaking me out. Her oh, eyes and her mouth. Her mouth yeah. almost looks more like... Um, it's almost more like what you'd expect for, like, Porky Pig or something. Yeah, and she looks like yeah. Gomamon for some reason. Like, because mm -hmm. they're right next to each other, they've got pretty much the same sort of facial expression. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think it should have just been a two-sided clear file rather than two of them? But then they can sell more. Yeah, and, and then they got me to buy both. <laughs> <laughs> um, they got my money twice. A few people have gotten the smartphone holders, which are nicer than I thought they were. Although, if you use it, mm. it covers up the art. Mm. Well, it's still... That's okay. Also, I, I kind of love how uh, they have... First of all, they have seem to have three sort of uh, love triangles, maybe, I guess. And we have... Tucker looking like, yeah, See, these are mine. <laughs> See, I feel like the love triangle thing would work better if it wasn't almost literally numbers one through three are on the first one, four through six are on the second, 
and seven through nine are on the third. And then they cage, and then they mix up the order a bit so we don't realize that's what they're doing. Nah, it's worth it for Takiru and his girls. Yeah. Or oh, oh, Mimi and her boys. And Mimi and her boys. And Sora with her boys. And Taichi and Yamato with each other. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so these are all available at random shops. Um, no one seems really excited about the acrylic stands of the Digimon, because it feels like we've gotten acrylic stands of them so much Yeah. that it's not... Like, there's nothing special about the art of them when you remove them from the kids. Right. Yeah. Oh, well. Gotta, can't, got to win some, lose some. And we're on to the stage play again. I want this so badly. Um, Digest video is released. It... Mm-hmm. Minus that they do not use direct feed audio for it. It's very good. And a few days later, they pull it and put it back up with a bit more footage. And it all looks very amusing. Mm-hmm. I love yeah, Mimi in it. I love how yeah, she comes... Yeah, everything looks right. It, it's it's one of those things like, the moment I heard stage, I'm like, well, this is going to be... Then ten seconds later, we saw the poster. I was like, oh, shit. They actually, it actually looks like good, and that was just basic art. Yeah, from uh, everything we've heard between the digest and the reports we've heard from it, it's like it sounds like they put a lot of care into it. There's some really thought out character interactions. They managed to keep us from worrying about how canon it is. Like they kind of hand wave it into continuity. Yeah. In a way that works well enough. Yeah. Um, then after the you know digest video, they announced that the last two showings would be live streamed, which. They were live streamed. Yeah, it's hard to say more than that. Um, you know, then it ended, and DVDs will be out two, three and a half months. About. Mm-hmm. Uh, At some point, we will get to see it subtitled. Yes. Yeah. Hell, it, come on! It's been live streamed. We're, is... we're gonna see the damn. Yeah. It's gonna be subtitled in a fucking week. I don't know if it'll be that long, but it is a question of whether it's a it's a when and not an if question. It, it, it's going to be a week. I practically guarantee it. Because enough people in the okay, fandom... Okay, let's, will... let's put it this way. Let's have a good sub of it. Might be more yeah. than a week. Okay, fair enough. Uh, like, it, like an on-k something, sub. Something that well, May see, and I can we'll review. See, well, let's see, put it that see, way. Well, see, here's the thing. The only people who use Nico in the community for recording when it's st- stuff behind a paywall are the people who know what the hell they're doing. Mm. We we don't the the crap subbers don't deal with Nico because it takes more effort than they know how to deal with. Well, the not crap subber subbers that I've I've heard from probably will have take be taking more than a week on this from yeah, what I Yeah, definitely. That's that's what I've heard. Okay. Considering they were talking about watching it about a week and a half or two weeks ago, I don't think it's going to be that long, though. Well, it's just a matter of workload because yeah. this is the same. This is, this is the same people who are also subbing a Atmon. Well, well, it's, well, it's okay. and they're also trying to get. I, the I you know, I've known her for like episodes. twelve or thirteen years, and I still can't say her name right. I, I'm I'm not making a joke. I don't. I've I'm terrible oh. at pronouncing names. On oh, you mean on K? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, I know I know she's she's working on it. I don't 
it it might take a little while. I know she's she's looking yeah. for help. I think is what I've heard, because you know she's also got a lot going on with Atmon. Yeah. So she got to keep up with that. So yeah. this is definitely kind of a back burner project, which is why I say it's going to take a little longer than that. Yeah. But yeah. it will be. We'll have it eventually. Yeah. And then on top of the stage play ending, they did an exhibition with uh, some of the Digimon, and that that was the like the first perfect shot we had of Omegamon because we had a couple sh- promo shots um, but just like the big giant base for them to stand on is almost hilarious yeah. in how well it works mm-hmm. and you know then we got to see Metal Gurumon and Gabumon Metal Greymon and Agumon and they all look really nice and they're all built rather well mm-hmm. um, the best it- part was seeing people from the show take pictures with it yeah, and that was cute. Yeah. And ha- somehow not fall off Omegamon, somehow? I-, I think I would fall off Omegamon. I, it looks, I think there's, it a, lo- there's kind of a platform there it, it, yeah, to stand on. Yeah, it looks pretty flat to me, the ones right yeah. next to his head. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, that's already, that exhibition's actually already ended, and they were selling, uh, you know, stage play stuff at the toy store. Mm-hmm. We already went, I, I think both of you were here when we went over those. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. So I don't think we need to go over those again. And we can move on to the next thing, which is more character art for the second Tri Music Cafe. And... The, the, everyone's kind of pointing out there's kind of an issue with, especially like Takuru and Panama, which is they look all close to identical to last time. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with Takeru and Hikari now that we've seen well, it looks like, Sora, Mimi, and Mako. It looks like what's going on is, is um, they're doing a slightly different theme for each group. So the first one is is you have them almost in like um, fancy barware, kind of. Yeah. Then um, for Hikari and Takeru, you have basically just hanging out, listening to music. Yeah. And then the third batch is basically like old tiny waitress outfits. Yeah, but but the Sora Mimi Mako ones look a lot more thematically similar to Taichi and Yamato, yeah. and Takeru and Hikari seem really out of place well, by but, comparison. But, but, so it, I, yeah. but, but it is a music cafe. Yeah. And, and But I, the, the we so far have five images that are cafe-related and two images that are music-related. Yeah, but, but so we, 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 could, we could very well get the other two as DJs again. But we've already had them as DJs. That's yeah. But we've we've had the other two listen, looking like generic music boppers before. Well, the last one, Takeru and Akari, were like pop stars. See, I like, took I t- see, see I took it more as people listening to music at a club, but they have headphones to show us that they're listening to music. Oh no, Takeru was singing. Yeah, but that could still mean he's dancing at a club, screaming his head off. I think he had a mic on. I think they all did. Yeah, so I, I took that to mean they were all singers in the last art. I guess so. It just it's pretty similar to this. Although once again, how the hell is, Ta- is Patamon wearing the goddamn hat? They keep drawing him wearing hats in po- like ignoring that he couldn't wear a hat in the first place. I'm sorry, he doesn't sit like that. It fits even worse than the last one. <laughs> Although yeah, least... I'm looking at I'm looking at the last art. Takeru is definitely singing. 
Okay. At the very <laughs> least, at the very least, at least they didn't try to stick a hat on Tailmon again. <laughs> As I recall, I think, other, I think the other question is: aren't aren't Patamon's wings also sort of his ears? Yes. The, yeah, but but this is Anna. This is cartoon logic. He puts on the headphones, however they fit, and that lets him hear. Maybe the headphones help the uh, hat stay on. Like there's some sort of mechanics there. Yeah, I mean it's kind of the same thing. Tailmon's wearing what are basically giant gloves, but she's somehow holding a CD, even though I don't believe she has thumbs. Well, I don't expect her to put it in the tray and be able to hit play and no, stuff. No, but what I mean is, is there's only three claws on her things. Oh, wait, she does have thumbs sometimes. See, I'm like trying to imagine the animation, how the hell it works. Wait, no, she only has three fingers. Yeah, she doesn't have, I don't think she has thumbs. I think that, no, they did thumbs for the gloves, I think. The, um, the, the real gloves. Oh, yeah, the ones they... That's what happened was, I was sitting there thinking yeah. of the, of the pictures of the, the model with the gloves. But yeah, how is Tailmon holding this CD? Very carefully. She's she's had this all her life. She knows how to hold stuff. She's worked this out. Fair fair enough. But but I will not give up with, with Patamon in the hat. Yeah, I just really like TK in this. I, something about him just looks really cute, the, well, and the, I really the, like the, TK in his hats. The art works really well for him. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of like I'm not sure I like the art for Taichi Yamato because it just doesn't feel quite right. Like it's good art. But it's it's, a, it's also a different look for Hikari, but I kind of like it. Like I get it, I like getting different looks from Hikari. Yes. Although I could probably do without Takaru's yellow-colored shoes. Takaru's being Takaru. Yes, he is. Um, well, we know who we're gonna. Oh, I for, I forgot. Can we point out how in the new one with the girls? Um, Piomon and Palmon both appear to be helping, and Meikumon sort of just staring at food. <laughs> now, uh, two of the pictures have them holding foods. Are these dishes we're going to see, or are they just generic art? I'm probably of the... I'm thinking it's going to be generic art, at least for a couple of them, because I don't think we're actually going to get pastries with jelly beans on them. I hope I hope that would be great. Oh, I love Mimi's cooking. Mimi's uh, jelly beans cream well, see, goes the well with everything. If they're gonna, yeah, if they're gonna go, they have to go all in with this. And see, but like, that's we but, actually have to attempt to try Mimi's food. See, but but like that dish does not look inherently that crazy compared to say, well, they did like a Sora theme parfait last night, which was like ten different layers of stuff. This could just be you know they throw Jello on their ice cream and then they throw on flan on top. You know what I mean? Mm. I mean, I, I mean. This... I mean, what Sora's food? Like, uh, those just look like cheese curds or something. It could be nuggets. Like, it, it, could be, like it could be fried Sora's shrimp. Like... It could be anything Sora's fried, like... basically. Yeah, Sora's looks like greasy bar food, and that doesn't seem very Sora-ish to me. Mm. Well, it doesn't mean that it's Sora's food. It could just be the food she's serving. Hmm. Whoever it is, whoever. Food oh my that God! Is, wait. Chicken nuggets. 
bird themed. Oh my gosh, Sora is instantly my favorite character. You're right, they are chicken nuggets. Do chicken nuggets? Do character. chicken nuggets and have like a, a a pink and a blue sauce of some sort. Huh. Mm. I mean that would work. I mean it. Does that mean Sora's chicken nuggets? Like she is the chicken nuggets? Oh, they're Piomons. Piomons the yeah, chicken it, here. It's sort of like. The, oh god, she's eating Piomon. It's sort of she's like eating Piomon. It's sort of like the the Tai Chi dish last time was basically. Agumon's plate. It was just a food of random stuff that Agumon would eat. So everything. Yes. Yeah. So they're eating. They're eating Piomon themed chicken nuggets. That's what she gets oh, for melting off her in the last movie. And a few people point this out. Is Piomon's tail is kind of gigantic in this art? Oh yes. Yeah, yeah it bit. is. Yeah. Um, yeah. So by next time, we will almost certainly have the full menu to go over. Um, I think that's about it for the cafe this time, unless anyone has anything else to say about the art. Um, I really like Takoyaki, and I'm really happy that uh, Agumon also seems to like Takoyaki. Um, ha- have we seen anything that Agumon doesn't like? Um, I can't remember. Does he like what Mimi makes? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. okay good point. Every- everyone else hates it, and he just keeps eating. I'm not saying he doesn't get sick after, but he's perfectly happy eating it. Yeah. I'm definitely going to have to get takoyaki today. <laughs> See, if, if, now, it has nothing to do with anything, but now for some reason I'm kind of thinking of, like, Chinese later. I'm always thinking of takoyaki. <laughs> now, next up is some positive news. Hasoya's back. Yay! Uh, it Timing-wise, it feels kind of jerky to be like, it was like a week after Digifest. Mm. That's just how the timing worked out. Yeah, but it's good that he's back. Yeah, yeah. so he's... There's no way you can know when that's gonna be. Oh, no, absolutely. In fact, um, they announced he was back on his radio show, which he hadn't been on for half a year. Because he's a co-host of it with someone else, and he showed up as a surprise to say he's fine. Or he's, you know, he's off his hiatus. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I was never too terribly worried about it. This is no. just a thing that does happen to actors sometimes. Yeah. No, and it, you know, it's happened in, it's happened for different reasons, even. I mean, yeah. there, there have been actors who have vanished from shows for a year, and then they pop back. There's not really much to say here, because, like, it never really felt like we were in danger of getting a new voice in the first place. Right. So I think we can then move on to try part five stuff. First up, we have the theater version Blu-ray cover, which the the color contrast looked fantastic. I do. I mean, it really looks good. Mm, it does. It does look good. Yeah. I, it, most of them feel like they've worked well. Um, I think the worst was probably part three because mm. neon yellow and white don't go well together. That good. Right. Right. Mm. Um, everything else for this is exactly what we expected it to be. The disc is going to be the same, but with the all pink duo label. Mm. It will not include the bonus booklet because everyone has to double dip who gets this. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like the most negative part of the theater version is, is you do not get the fantastic um, home video cover. Yeah, right. I I love yeah. especially this cover. I think might be my favorite. The uh, yeah. the one where Hikari looks kind of dark. 
and everyone else mm-hmm. looks really happy. I just really like that because remember we had that arc in Zero Two where well, the bits where she went to the dark ocean and it kind of showed maybe she has depression or some mental illness and it sort of I'm probably digging too deep but I really think that chapter 5 might cover this darkness that Hikari has within and this picture kind of shows it because everyone else is looking really happy I guess except Makuma she kind of looks a bit like she's always looking but Talmon's Mm -hmm. fine because Talmon was not abused by Vandemon and Mako's fine but Hikari Mm -hmm. looks like she's got some sort of darkness within see I thought See, in, in the home video cover, it doesn't really look like darkness to me. It looks more like she's looking at someone's ass. She's looking at the holy ring. It, she, uh, see, it, it, yeah, I, I guess that makes more sense. It, to me, it looked more like she was looking at something curiously right off screen. Uh, Takaru's new hat. Yeah. So she's just looking at whatever hat that Takaru decides to wear this time. Yeah. She's uh, judging it. Yeah, but th- this really is like the best of the cover arts thus far. Now, I okay, I yeah, guess... Well, I thought this has been the... I, I feel like this is the best movie poster we've had so far. Mm, I don't know. It, feel, it feels kind of hard to top three and four. I think this tops three for sure. Four mm. is close, but... Yeah. Um, okay, let, let's all go ahead and take a guess. What is the color going to be for part six? Now, I, I know what the obvious one would be to me, but it feels like they've used that color for other stuff, because I would say blue. Oh, yeah, I was just about to say yeah, blue as well. I feel like that's, that's but, the but, color they but, haven't but, used yet. But blue's also been the overall color for Try. So oh, I guess, that makes, maybe. Well, no, that makes perfect sense to be the last movie yeah. color. Yeah. It does, but it could also be the color they say for the eventual super box. Yeah, what about purple? I feel like if they were going to go with purple, they would have separated it from pink. I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, that's fair. But yeah. I, I think, like, a dark blue might be something see, we... See, see, I saw more like a pastel or powder blue, like the kind that they've been very, very interested in with Try. Because mm. yeah. that, that color comes up in Try so much and in promotional stuff so much... It feels like if they're going to go with a blue, it would be that. But that's not too dissimilar from the first movie. What about an indigo well, or something? But, but the like first movie blue. was gray. Yeah, and, yeah, that would be a good one. Yeah, but the first movie was gray. It was, but gray and blue aren't that different. But you, but you could also argue that's a thematic thing. They begin, they begin and end with something that aren't that different. Mm, that's not what Tri's about, though. Try their beginning and the ending for Try. They're going to be in very different places. I don't. The Try is not about being a is not about full, going full circle. Six. Try is about starting somewhere and ending in a completely different place. Uh, thematically, it does uh, not work. No, thematically, it does work because you could argue that if you didn't have Try, you'd be in the same place. At the end of O2, we we're in one place. At the end of Try, we're going to be in what we thought was the same place, anyways. Yeah, but we'll have a different perspective of it. I, I think, yeah, I don't think... I don't think that works out, because it's about going from this transition from childhood to adulthood. There, there's, being, to, be, to be fair, Going though, full circle doesn't doesn't really fly with, with this To be fair, theme. though, it's also possible we're all just psychopaths trying to look at meaning for colors that they may not 
have given meaning to. You ask the question. Oh no, I asked the question. I'm just pointing it out. Because we have, we're, we're here to we're here to analyze the anime. We can analyze anything. Yes, we could. <laughs> Why is now? Is there a shadow behind them to represent the inherent darkness coming towards them? Probably. <laughs> okay. I think we've talked about that enough. Next up is the early screenings with the guests are finally scheduled September 1st. They're going to have them at 7 and 9.20 p.m. at the Wald 9, which shocks no one. They announced it will have Mao, Miho Arakawa, Ayumi Miyazaki name, and then just a couple days ago they announced Natsuki Hanai will be there. And they're still dealing with tickets now. Um, in fact, the the extra early tickets are still being done via lot. <laughs> I I love the fact that they had three different ticket groupings. The first two early ones are still going. We'll have spoilers within like five minutes of the first one ending. Yeah, these things are the bane of my existence. Yeah, because the problem is, once they're out there, it's impossible to actually completely avoid them. Especially. Oh no, I do. Okay, I do okay avoiding well, them. No, but no, no, I have no, to no, no. Off well, certain social media channels. Yeah, but that—that's—that's that's what I mean. You have to actually put in the effort to avoid stuff. Yeah, I mean, I'll do it. I will try to avoid stuff. I encourage everyone to avoid stuff. I've written about <laughs> this extensively. That avoiding spoilers is the best a practice here. AR, because AR, that's ve that's very easy for you to say that everyone should avoid them when some of us have to report news. I there's yeah, no... it sucks. Yeah, sucks to be you, but I don't have yeah. to report. No, news. no, th that's what I mean. It's not possible for everyone to avoid them. I do not have a choice. Although to be fair, oftentimes the information we get is so filtered through someone's through people's worldviews that the spoilers do not end up matching up with reality 100%. And that's part of my argument. Oh like, no, I've so, written articles no, about this. No, see about that why spoilers are such a bad idea. No, see here. that's why it doesn't bother me cuz I watch it and I don't know if the spoilers are actually like I understand the spoilers exist and that's what they are but they never end up being exactly correct. So it doesn't really bother me because I don't really know what's going on when I'm watching. Mm -hmm. But also when the spoilers kind of editorialize a little bit, you do get that into your head. So it might be something you kind of watch for. Oh, sure. Even, but, if but, it doesn't but, end up being, even if it doesn't end up being accurate to reality, you might think it's accurate to reality because no, the no, spoilers that, that's No, no, that's what I'm saying, though, is because people put it through their own worldview and their own opinions to what's being said you don't end up getting the spoilers you think you're getting. Yeah. I mean, you you almost have to be ready to dismiss the spoilers oh, no, that, as that's, soon as you start watching. That, that's what I do anyways. I basically go, here, I go, basically go, the spoilers. Any number of this might be slightly too incorrect many, or filtered. Yeah, too many people don't do that, though. Yeah, but but yeah, that's true. But it's like for part two and three, how many relationship things were we told that simply did not exist, and it was clearly someone imagining stuff? Right, but people thought they existed. Like they yeah. watched the movie and go, "Oh, that that was certainly a thing." Yamato like, moved. Look at all that Yamato Hikari that was in movie two. Hikari moved two centimeters to the left. That means they're getting married. The end. <laughs> I'm going to have to repost those articles in a week, aren't I? Yep. 
Yeah, that's yeah. I, I'm gonna repost the how to watch try article in the next week or so. I'm gonna clean that up because I still get an, a shocking amount of questions about how do I watch it with your eyes, presumably. <laughs> yeah, I could you should listen to. Yeah, I know I... it's in Japanese, but you should still listen. <laughs> yeah, I, I I've considered giving that response, and I said no, it's the best. The problem is, is anytime I give a response like that, it's taken as Mark's a jackass. <laughs> I can never just give the joke responses and actually have it be a joke. It all it's always ends up being that I'm an asshole. I mean I am, but whatever. Next up, Tokoban on August thirty first, and they're gonna show the first five minutes of Try Part Five. And they're not at least they're not tiptoeing around that. Like sometimes no. they say we might show something from Try. Yeah, but and yeah. this time they're just flat out saying we're yeah. going to show the first. Well, well, he, well, here's the truth: they've been so consistent in what they do mm-hmm. that even when they don't tell us what they're going to do for sure, we can guess exactly what they're doing. Yeah, which is why I'm glad they're not. Yeah, trying to make it a mystery um, or anything. Like we know what we're going to get out of this. Yeah, and they've announced uh, Mao. Miho Arakawa and Hitomi Yoshida for it. Yoshida has ran around for the promotional stuff for Try, like, I think more than anyone. Mm. Like, she's shown up in stuff far more than anyone else has. Maybe not quite as much as Ikeda if you only count the first three, although I think he's gotten busier as of late. Yeah. Well, maybe it's because Mimi is best girl. You stole my she joke. Wants to be with, she's got to be with Hikari and Mako. She's got to be with the other girls. Yeah, she's got to be with her girls. Minus, she's not going to my, she's not gonna let Mako go through this alone without help. Yeah. <laughs> she loves her girlfriends. Yeah. She's, very, she's a very good partner. Although, although but it's always bothered me about the promotional photo they've used. That does not look like Hitomi Yoshida in any other photo of her that I can find. Because they're constantly putting up the same press image of her from like five or six years ago or something. And, oh, okay. And anytime a photo of her is put up at an event, I'm sitting there going, wait, wait. And then I have to go check my brain like short circuits on who that is for a second because it just doesn't look like the same person. Uh, since someone asked what a Tokoban is, basically they do a promotional stream where they show a few minutes of try, they show us some cheap crap we'll be able to buy. They play games, and they often do drawings that then they will try to sell us later. I don't think I've ever actually watched a Tokemon all the way through. I have, but more in a window with me looking at it and typing up notes to do articles. Well, yeah. 99% of the time, they are not worth watching, although I will say this, none of them have ever been as bad as that 20th anniversary stream. <laughs> that yeah, stream, you told me about that, that one. That stream was literally laughably terrible and if I had not done it nothing would have been of like most of the time if I miss a Tokuban I have the ignore Seminoles watch it and they will put up news and there's generally something yeah the 20th anniversary stream it was like it's a 20th anniversary stream we'll up uh, we're watching it as it's happening we'll update it's like there's literally fucking nothing uh, mm-hmm. like there were pictures but there was nothing to really put there yeah um the, and since Ask the end. The Tokubans generally on Niku Niku. Uh, we, the links will be in the episode notes when the episode goes up. Knowing me that's later the, today. Yeah, that's the other part of it. I've never successfully been able to get my 
VPN client working to, in order to get onto those? Um, I think most of the Tokubon streams haven't been locked. I yeah, I've never been able to get huh. them to work. Because I know I, either I, either I've been trying for something other than a Tokuban or I, I may be thinking I may be thinking of different streams. I know there are some that I've watched, some I haven't. It, there's been enough of them that they kind of blend in. Mm -hmm. So it's just I know I've watched something at some point. And, and if I get up or if I get up early enough that day, maybe I'll check it out. Yeah. And speaking of streams, that's one of our rare segues. Frontier well Marathon. And I just noticed something really strange. It looks like Junpei is about to be hit by a train in that art, and I've never noticed that before, and now I'm disturbed. <laughs> Good. Ooh. Well, to be fair, they're all about to get hit by the train. Um, no, it's um, Mocky and... Oh, some of them get out of the way uh, yeah. Considering none of them even seem to notice it's there, I think <laughs> I, I think they're all getting hit by the train. Yeah, also, Jinpei's about I, to get smushed, though. Also, I think Azumi um, could get out of the way in time. She looks agile Also, enough. serious question, and I just don't remember this because it's been a while since I've watched Frontier. Do they run Monkey? on one track? Yes. Okay. Trailmon yeah, run on one track. Locomon runs on two tracks. Okay. Trailmon runs on one for some, track. For some reason, I've never noticed that before. Nope, that's a that is a thing. Very. But lucky you on having not watched Frontier in a while. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. To be fair, I haven't watched Tamers or Savers in a while either, and I'd call myself just as lucky for those. Oh, Savers watch, is good. I need to watch oh. Savers again. You I watched should. Tamers a couple a month ago, but I do need to watch <laughs> Savers again. Hey Adam, I know a podcast that is currently up to episode nine and ten of Savers. Hey, I'm interviewing the director for Data Squad next week. I'm so jealous. Send me questions. I will. Ask I should. Wait, wait, wait! Want. Did you say the director for Data Squad instead of just saying Jeff Nimoy? I'm trying to be re relevant to Savers, but yeah, it is <laughs> Jeff Nimoy. Okay, wait. There's no relevance to Savers. We're talking about Frontier. I'd rather talk about savers. Can we talk about savers instead, please? I'd rather talk about almost anything other than savers, to be quite honest. But don't worry, um, we have a topic that was out at the last minute because AR wanted to talk about it. Although oh, I guess yeah. we should mention the Frontier streams going on now. It ends the 31st. Do we have anything else to say about the stream? I will say uh, that I am happy that they are showing non-adventure seasons on streams. It really makes me happy that they're getting these other seasons involved. And yes. showing them because there are fans of Frontier. There yeah, and... like Frontier, and well, well, they've been, well, they've been well, they've been. I, I'd rather have a variety of people liking various different seasons than everyone being a, a snob for season one. Well, yeah, they, and well, oh, they, Adventure getting all the love. Yeah, well, they did the they did the same for Tamers last year for its fifteenth anniversary. Yeah, mm. which yeah. is good, and I hope they do Sabers every year for the next three years. Forever. Uh, they could find something better. Um, <laughs> see, it's funny to trash Savers because I know so many people who love Savers so much, and it just drives them insane. I'm, I've, I've already told Jeff this that we're having a ten-minute block where we talk about nothing but Data Squad. Yeah, I'm sure he'll like that. That was his favorite one to work on. Yeah, mm. but I imagine most of his panels, all of the questions he gets are about Adventure in Zero Two. I'm sure they are, and I'm sure that at some point people should be reminded that most people do not have the best memories over stuff that long ago. 
That's why we have retrospective blogs and podcasts. Yes. Um, I believe in because uh, he did a live stream recently where mm-hmm. he talked about how Apollo 13 had come out just just as they were dubbing Digimon Season 1, and that's just not right. Because it, it had to do with an edit or a, a uh, scripting change request. Ah. And it was like, that was like four years earlier or something. Hmm. And now on to the topic that AR really wanted to go over. Yay. Which I threw, I threw a title card together as I was half asleep. I was not going to let you ignore this. This well, is important. It's important, but it's not really news, especially since we went over it in the last episode. And yeah, not... but now we've actually now we've actually seen the episode and can react to it, and we can mm-hmm. talk about how good it was. They are. And oh, how... so good. You, you can oh, you so can you can poke May to be on her podcast. We don't go over episode by episode. We go over some oh, stuff. I've already, I've already written the the my blog post about it, and yes. May's got the podcast going up. Tomorrow, probably, or uh, no, uh, to, uh, today, because I release okay. on I record on Saturdays yes. and release on Sunday. Oh yeah, I suppose it's Sunday. Now, now, the, the, now, this yeah. was certainly an important enough one-off thing to go over. Agumon was on Atmon. Yeah. And but, well, and my, I, it's oh go ahead. And minus people with no souls, everyone seemed to be quite pleased by it. And that yeah. I think is what's newsworthy about it is because it was really well received and it was there's a lot of heart oh no going no on. no i completely agree it was very well received and anyone who didn't really receive it well you could like feel like the generic snark in their comments oh Agumon's an atmon that's not very creative fuck off i mean i i mean i really do mean that in this case at some point just eh, you know what i mean I mean, the episode wasn't necessary. I don't think that Atmon needed to be validated by Agumon's well, appearance. I don't think that was the really appearance the point, was though. So, well, I mean, it does negative... Sorry, I think it was kind of the point. Yeah, the only negative part about it is that I don't feel like it should have been episode 45. I feel like it should have been maybe yeah. episode 10. Like, And even during this episode, Ray says, Hey, guys, we have bigger things to worry about. Can I we love like that. Leviathan? Yeah, but that the thing so is, cool. especially Ray, to... I wrote in the I wrote in the blog that Ray tries to dismiss this whole thing as a filler episode, which yeah, it sort like, of no, is. But yeah. but the thing is, is you do. But the thing is, is you do need slow down episodes towards the end. And what better thing to do than a 20th anniversary thing as they're ramping up a bunch of 20th anniversary stuff? Well, we already had a last week was a slow down episode though. Very much. Yeah, but you need a few of those before you go into the final arc because you're putting money towards the final arc. I don't remember any slowdown episodes in the Dark Masters arc. Yeah, no, there I, were a I, few I where they that. there were a few that were tied into the Dark Masters arc, but where they kind of just farted around a bit. No, I think all the Dark Masters arc was fairly. Well, no, I mean there like, were parts of the episodes. Yeah. They sort of split them apart based on what they were all doing. Right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the Metal Seedramon episodes were kind of like that, but yeah. once they got out of that and got into, got the, and split the group up, it was pretty serious for the most part. I mean, even Metal Edamon was a pretty, there was some serious stuff going on in yeah. that little bit, even though Metal Edamon's yeah. kind of ridiculous. But but that's well, what I mean, it's something that everyone remembers, but it's kind of ridiculous to the overall plot being told that the guy that we haven't seen in... 20, 25 episodes pops back and then yeah. is gone within was it the same episode or the next episode? Uh, he was in two episodes, but yeah. that led to a lot of different stuff. Leomon's death was related to that. Yeah, but yeah, that, but and... that's not part of the overall story, though, is what I mean. 
No, it kind of mm. was, though, because mm. that's like Mimi's transformative moment but in that situation. Yeah, but the transformative moment in the long run doesn't really do much. It's a transformative moment. I would say it kind of does. Like that—that that was a like one of that was Mimi's character arc kind of coming to a boiling point in that moment, and that yeah, was all because a, but, of Metal Edamon showing but, up. But to a degree, she's still the same Mimi afterwards. She's mm. not. Eh. She absolutely was not. She eh. was a completely different character coming out of that. She eh. she formed an army. Yeah, yeah, she did. She but I, but, no, I'm army. saying her personality was the same. There, there she, was, no, there was not, there was not really army. personal growth, is what I mean. Oh, there was. I a don't bunch. know. She, uh, she I did kind of. Yeah, I, I guess we'll just have to disagree on that one, and we should probably talk about actually at my. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, oh, yeah. The animation. Because the funny part is we were saying, we were sitting there going, "It's nice to see stuff that isn't specifically adventure," and mm. then somehow we're talking about Mimi. Because Mimi's best girl. <laughs> yes, she is. is. Um, but yeah, it's just all of the different elements they put in there was just really interesting. The fact that they, in my opinion, it wasn't actually a crossover episode because they explained everything in universe, which I thought mm. was really smart. They to do. they do, but. <laughs> It's not a crossover in the sense of characters from another show crossover, but to a degree, it is Adventure Agumon. Wink, right. wink. Right, but that they didn't have to explain anything by invoking the multiverse, I thought was a nice See, move. See, to be... Yeah. yeah true. Although uh, uh, so many crossovers just... Especially Japanese crossovers have a tendency to just not mention it. Characters right. will just show up, and then that they're just there, and then they leave. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But you've got all that great stuff. Is like you have Braveheart playing all of a sudden. You have the animation style of adventure when we mm -hmm. see Ogamon in his own world. And Ogamon, the actual art style of Ogamon changes to the way it was in adventure. And it's so loving and it's so great. <laughs> and I'm so happy. Mm -hmm. it, it, it he even had some Cyber Sleuth illusions in there with uh, yeah, Nakano Broadway. Yeah. See, I'm not, sh I'm not sure. Is that really a Cyber Sleuth reference, or is that just I a... I don't know if it was intentional, but it it's easily invoked that for it, a lot in... of people. Yeah, but, but that's also because that's really the only location specific to the game that isn't just taken as a generic Japanese location by most people. Well, they could have gone anywhere in Tokyo, and oh, they decided to go to Nakano Broadway. True. But what I mean is, is if, they had go if they go to randomly Akihabara. That would just be taken as a generic Japanese location. Yeah. Mm. Regardless of if someone could point out some importance to it in Digimon is what I mean. Yeah. I it's, mean there 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 is there actually there there've been a couple incidents where they've gone to Akihabara but, but it's not as central to to it the way Nakano Broadway is. Yeah, I know, but that's also what I mean though is it's just a location that's used constantly in Japanese stuff. Yeah. It just happens with also goes to Akihabara, yeah. but it's not the same as Nakano but, Broadway. Yeah, but but that's what I mean though. It just I hope if they, I hope if this ever gets dubbed that they insert a line where Haru is told to turn left at the freaky detective agency or something. <laughs> I, I mean, it, I mean, it's hard to. T the reason why I don't take it as a literal reference is they didn't even get permission to use the name like they did for the game, and they changed it. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, clearly they've cl they cleared the name for the game whatever clearances mm -hmm. they need to do, and it feels like mm -hmm. they could have done it here easily enough, especially since they're, they've teamed up with them for the promotional crap. 
But the other thing about that is Atmon doesn't use a whole ton of locations. I think other than Rapongi, I don't think True. there's any actual locations they use. Like there was the one episode where they clearly go to Odaiba. They do not mention Odaiba by name. Yeah, but th- that's another weird Japanese thing that often happens in anime where they go to a really clear place and no one says anything about where they are. Not in Digimon, though. Digimon's been very specific about yeah, but, its locations in the past. That's but, one departure but, of Atmon but, that I'm not a big fan of. True. I mean, that, I don't. That... I don't like the fact that their hometown is not a real location. Hey, how dare you insult any town, Japan? My fantasy football team name, by the way, is going to be named after Fujimizaka. I haven't settled on a nickname, though. <laughs> but yeah, and um. I mean, the character stuff worked well, I thought. Oh, yeah. It was a very good, it was a very good episode for Haru. Mm. Just having Haru being nostalgic for Digimon is so cute. Yeah. It's, it, it doesn't make a whole lot of... It's not very useful in the long run. Like, Haru's not going to be nostalgic next episode. No. So it's not really a good character growth episode, but it's just cute to see Haru like this. You know what I kind of wanted? I wanted uh, Agumon to have an app on ship that Haru now has, and now he can summon Agumon at any time. Well, see, that's uh. the funny thing, is this, the end of the episode kind of wafts on that fact. Yeah, like we see, you get we, see, we see Agumon pop out of a smartphone app. I think that was just sort of a cute Oh no, it is, but, that, but that's also like kind of that universe's thing, is that they are living representatives of applications. Yeah, there, it would be I mean, l- l- somewhat I mean, sensible for Agumon to exist as an Atmon because if this Digimon game, this Digimon universe game, is an actual app, yeah. which apparently it is. Mm. I mean, I mean, let's be clear: we're not going to see Agumon again. I mean, oh, no. none of us yeah. are saying that. We're just commenting on what happened. Yeah. Um, mm. I mean, yeah, it was just a little Easter egg goodbye thing at the end of the episode, but mm-hmm. yeah, and the but yeah, I think it was it was something that got us talking again. I think there was a lot, there was so much buzz about it more than your usual Atmon episode online. So well, I think because, it's really well, important. The thing is, is it hasn't been e- the easiest thing for people to follow Atmon if they want to. Right. It's not like following Try. So in the case of something like Agumon showing up, it's something that anyone can understand whether they're keeping up with it or not. Mm-hmm. Which is another thing they did pretty well, is it's, they didn't really... The plot is associated with it. Like, they have motive for why these video game characters are coming to life, but it's not really that important that you know the entire backstory of what's going on. Yeah. And for and a bunch of people were hoping that one way or the other... We would have them literally say the words Atmon or Digimon, Atmon or not Digimon, and instead we only got one statement, which is Agumon is not an Atmon, which is exactly, basically what I expected them to do. Mm. Digimon or Atmon senpais. Yes, yeah. that, that's literally we got them saying, saying that and saying Agumon is not an Atmon, and that's literally all they said about it. And well, that's... Someone, pointed, someone pointed out the, uh, the coding when they were the 3D models yeah. of Globemon and, and War Greymon. Uh, I, yeah, I've been That's in this argument. That's very telling. Eh, but, uh, le- less telling than you'd think, to be honest. And I know because I've had to write up multiple paragraphs about this when people writing up explanations that don't make sense. 
It's still a really nice distinction. Oh no, it's a very nice distinction. But I'm I'm talking about the people who are like looking at the distinction and then writing paragraphs and paragraphs about what this tells us about how advanced characters are, and that has nothing to do with anything. Oh yeah, no. I mean, we we have rookies walking around in cross wars, doing whatever they. Yeah, Char- characters are, characters. The Digimon characters in Cross Wars are incredibly developed. Yeah, and actually, I argued very early on in Atmon that it felt like the Atmon characters were underdeveloped. That changed. Yeah, but uh, I mean, here, here's here's the basic rule for this type of thing. To, that's not something to use this to go off. Characters of, no. are as advanced or as powerful as any given story demands. Yeah, they're 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 not giving us information on who's more advanced by. Well, this character's made out of binary. This one's made out of C++. That that yeah. that's not that that's not some deep deep hidden message for us to take away from it. Roughly the Digimon have gotten the primary Digimon characters have gotten a little more advanced as the season progress seasons progress, but that is neither hard fast nor does that have anything to do with no. evolution or coding or anything like that. That's writing. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I had to write paragraphs about this multiple times. Because you actually have people trying to dig into what it means. It means they decided to have the visual be different. That's about it. (laughs) I still like the screen cap I picked for the title. Yeah, it's cute. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my, my my screen cap for my blog post was Haru and Agumon just smiling at the camera. Yeah, I mean, did cool. they the thing is, is they do look good sitting next to each other. Didn't we joke about it a, a couple weeks ago about them getting into a fight over sharing Gachmanaka? Yes, and instead they shared it and friendly. Gachman shared it willingly. Yes. Although I think, although if you look at where Agumon's looking, he might be looking at the one Gachman's holding. <laughs> Like if you aim Pressure, his head a bit, I don't give this to everybody. Yes. Uh, do we have more to say about the episode? Uh, no, I I, I just spoke about yeah, it a lot I, like yesterday, so I'm I'm yeah. done. I, I've got. <laughs> I felt it was important to talk about. No, 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 and that that made, talked about it length in other channels. That made that made perfect sense, and we'll we'll definitely be doing this for. Uh, try part five, but I. Minus maybe Atmon's finale, I can't imagine we'd do this for another Atmon episode. It's going to be tough because Tripart 5 and Atmon's finale are the same day. Jeez, that's right. That's going to be a long Forgot about that. Uh, Well, to be fair, there always could be like a week delay. I hope not. (laughs) <laughs> that usually suggests that something bad happens. No, 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 no. I mean a delay on the schedule. Like, there could be some special whatever. Yeah. Because oh. we only have scheduling up through, like, 49, I think. Maybe. Yeah. But I think they want to get to the next series. I'm not sure they've even announced slots. it yet. Hmm. I need to check Excuse later, me. but yeah, we'll check. Um, I think that's it for that. Tom, I... I think we're all saying thumbs up. Uh, mm. Yeah, Ian Ep- Atmon is fifty-two episodes. It's there's yeah, no give that's... or take. We it now to be fair, it could very well be in a week. They're going to say Atmon plus 
begins the next week for all we know. And the I main might. characters are I, uh, Watson, and Eugene. And Gatchmon. And Gatchmon. Although it's just. I want to call Hunter J. Although at that <laughs> point. Oh my god, please. Although at that the best po- character. Although at that point, it's just going to be a slice of life anime taking place in the bookstore. I want a slice of life anime with a cult hunter J and caught up man. No. Oh my god. No, no, no. Slice that of would li- be fantastic. No, no, no. Slice of life. Caught up man has so many different no. jobs. Slice of life. No, no, no. Be like just... Golden Boy with an afro. No, no, no. Slice of life anime starring Mimi, Gatchmon, Vimon, Miyako. Trying to think who else would work. Aerie. Aerie. See, the problem is Aerie would just walk around threatening to punch people. Mimi, Nene, Ari in their idol career with Miyako managing them. Oh my god. <laughs> I never knew what I wanted until right now. <laughs> what, Hikari's not invited? She can be a, she's a, a fan. Yeah, so no, she can be like a, like a... She's a very <laughs> devoted fan that, you know, she's friends with Miyako, so she has ins, but she's oh, yeah. just... Okay, on to questions before... We don't want to spin out of control like we did last time. When when me and a, me and AR were just having far too much fun discussing stuff. I, I I'm sorry I missed that. Oh, did, did you? Listen? Uh, we spent like we spent like a good half hour talking no, about uh, no, 80s, 90s adventure games. So it was, it was, it was like was, a, it was like an hour. Yeah. And then afterwards, I went to look up like the old Love Hina games that I talked about. I was like, oh shit, this. Is it's exactly what I remembered it to be. I may have played a couple Telltale games when, <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> uh, while you guys think up questions, we can go with a question that someone sent via Curious Cat, which was anonymous. If you could go back in time and change the season of Digimon, which do you think would benefit the most from a rewrite slash do-over? Frontier, 100. Yeah, I, was... I feel like Frontier has so many ideas, and it has so much, like... Like, the lore behind it is pretty compelling in terms of I think the issue with Frontier, though, I don't think it was purely a writing issue. I think it was a case of we're done and we're working around our budget. Mm, It still wasn't very good. If the writing's good, you can still overcome that. Mm. You can overcome a low budget. but, But it's hard to overcome it in the framework the franchise has. See, I don't think Frontier was done when it started. I think it wasn't done until, like, halfway in, before they realized that this was going to be it for a while. Mm. So, the first half, they don't have an excuse. See, I'm not that bothered by the first half. Although, to be fair, I'm so... um, I'm so amused by Bokumon and Neymon, I give... I, I ignore some of the issues. Although the I don't first think half is be- no, the first half is better than the second. Although half, I don't think the sure. issues are quite as big as most people make them out to be. Oh no, they're big. Uh, yeah, not they're not that big though. Yeah, they're, they're they I mean, have I mean, a lot of they have a lot of problems with taking the characters and putting them in a story that fits their characters. Instead, they have these characters and put them in a situation that's completely not suited for them. Yeah, but that can be fun sometimes. They just do it too much. No, they don't do it at all is the problem is you've got characters like Junpei and Izumi who have a problem making friends and they never put them in a situation where they're forced to make friends Mm. like that's where the idea of having using this concept of a war here between Ofanimon's faction and Kurubimon's faction you 
could totally have a situation where Junpei and Izumi are forced to recruit Digimon into their side. And yeah, but, that's but, but see, that's the, the kind of episode The biggest that... issue with Frontier, honestly, is that the Digimon have no interest in saving their own world. Hmm. Yeah, that, see, I'm amused by that part, to be honest. Most of the Digimon seem to be vaguely aware stuff's going on. They just don't care. Right, and that takes you completely out of the situation, because if the Digimon don't care about the digital world, why the hell should the humans care about the digital world? Because mm. that's their job. <laughs> yeah, well, that's... That's the other problem, is I have major issues with Ofanimon's tactics, but if Cherubimon wasn't corrupted by Lusamon, Ofanimon's the bad guy. Eh. I've, said this, I've said this many times. See, the problem is She's the he... one who recruits outside help to have a bunch of... Just text a bunch of kids saying, hey, here, be at this train station for to go on some vague adventure. See, the problem... See, the Pulls pro... them all in. See, the problem is, is just... if he's... But the thing is, is if Cherubimon's not corrupted, he's still doing evil crap... And she still needs help to deal with it. What evil crap is he doing if he's not corrupted? He's still put together his own team that is then ruining stuff. He's fighting a war. He decided he has to go to war for whatever reason. And that's it's one of those wars that it's judged by the winners type of situation. It's not necessarily that he's being doing anything evil. And him bringing Koichi over uh, I, I, isn't I, any worse than Ofanimon bringing those five kids over. Except the problem is, is at that point, you're putting a morality to the story that simply doesn't exist, though. Right. And that's, like I said, this is one of the problems of Frontier, is it doesn't explore this morality. I like, don't... That's I, a, that's... See, the thing is, I don't think it has an obligation to explore it. It has an, It should explore something. I don't disagree with that, but... I think I think when you're when when you're applying real world morality to such a degree, though, at some point it sort of falls on itself in the sense of whether he's corrupted or not, she's still the other side. Mm. All I know is so to say, so, so, so all to I know say, is is Ofanimon's responsible for more dead humans than Shurubimon is. Yeah, but. I think with with Frontier, this is not my answer, by the way, for which season I think would benefit for the most from a rewrite. Um, I think but, you are, I think you already literally said Frontier when May did. Oh no, I knew May was going to say Frontier, okay. and I was eager to talk about it because Frontier does need a rewrite. But I don't think it's eh. the one that would benefit the most. Um, but with I, I, this is where we have to recommend Jay's rewrite idea. The oh, one yeah. he did on your podcast, that was fantastic. Oh, yeah, it was. If, he like, put so much time to, into that. Yeah, you... No, didn't he say he only put, like, half an hour into that? Like, it in half like... an hour, he rewrote Frontier into something really compelling and interesting and good. I just feel like he thinks he put it half an hour, but it, it, it just seems so good. He seems he put, put more in. It's probably something he was thinking about the whole way, because certainly mm. when I got done with Frontier... For, for System Restore, I had a million ideas of what we could do to make Frontier good, and a lot of them aligned with what he was thinking. Yeah. So, we're not far off with the cool stuff you can do with Frontier. My answer mm. for which season I think would benefit most from a rewrite is actually season one. Mmm. Think about this, because people, when you think about which seasons people judge Digimon on. Most people judge Digimon based on season one. 
And you have mm. a lot of people who checked out early episodes of season one that immediately gave up on it because, let's face it, the first half of season one, other than three or four episodes, isn't very good. Make those first half good. See, I, I'm not sure I agree because plenty of people watch those episodes and are still around today. Yeah, and a lot of them people... But but the thing is, the is first, that a lot, a lot of people watched it and said this is a stupid see, Pokemon ripoff. And but but here's the problem with the logic is, is how many people watched the first few episodes of Tamers and then clicked out seven sixteen years ago at this point. Yeah. I mean, you can say that with any sh any series that a bunch of people watched the first few episodes of a show and went, "Yeah, this isn't for me. I'm done." But I guess the other point I would make is, I mean, every show has taking, to grow into what of, it is. In right. But, well, Tamers, a lot of people think Tamers was better early than late. But one, what I would say is you have, instead of worrying about taking a bad season like Frontier and making it good, why not take a good season like Adventure and make it fantastic? Mm, no, I see what you mean. See, mm. there's, and there's so many ways you can... See, I get what you're saying. The problem there is, is at some point when you try to polish something like that you end up losing what's actually special because it's well, not the only the only thing special about the first half of adventure is you care about the kids that's the only thing adventure but does that, well early but, on. but that's the thing once you care about the kids it doesn't matter what happens to some degree well why not have you care why not get you to care about the kids and have an interesting story in the first see half? i find that or, interesting or rather I don't. Uh, the Devi Monarch is boring as hell until Patamon dies. Huh. What what you do is you take care of Pat. You take care of Devimon like in the first six episodes. You can totally do that. You can take care of Edamon by thirteen no, episodes. See, and but, but by that point, you're rushing things to make it happen. Not really. You can Be totally take care of Devimon. I mean, how long does it take to actually take out Devimon? See, once the thing with there though is. is it does it by holding off Patamon's evolution and pointing out that he's the only one who hasn't evolved to some degree. And that's kind of a meh arc ending. That, that's a meh plot point anyway. You don't really need that. Uh, now, see, I find it interesting that the one who did wait the longest ended up being special to some point degree. That's sort of cliched. Yeah, but here's the thing. A lot of things are cliches because they work, so they get reused time after time after time. Yeah, it's but, only it's only a cliche because it works well enough to keep being used. But in the meantime, you know, other than the Patamon situation, you also have some pretty awful episodes early on. Just take find you know you can find ways to still have character introductions and evolutions, but you can take care of that a lot sooner. See, I'm see, I, I guess I'm just not interested in a show being polished to a shine because. At some point, then it loses what's interesting about it. If you, if everything is just good, I will you, never turn down something that is good. See, no, but my point is, is like, for example, I love Deep Space Nine. So, the show gets better because it works on what worked early on and what didn't was stripped out. You had to have what was there early on to move forward as things were being written. Right, but I think that's the point of having this conversation about which one can 
work well with a rewrite is like we're of course we're taking this with hindsight no, I, I know in but mind. but like when you but like when you think about what the beginning of the overall franchise was when you strip certain things out I think you it makes the mistake of trying to perfect something that maybe shouldn't be and I, I'm not saying you're trying to make it perfect it's just the easiest term to use you're stripping out what made it sort of weird and interesting at the beginning because at, no, see, because the first, as it be the first at, episode I don't think there's anything wrong with making the first episode of season one good because the first episode of season one's terrible no see I like the first episode fine because it's character introductions it's doing its job it's character so that... it's character introductions for characters that will disappear for the next 25 episodes mm, it's very slow eh, kind of the problem you is introduce all of the baby two yeah, forms but the and thing then is, we never see but the thing again. is it's but here's the thing it's not like they stand around and then fully introduce Agumon. Yeah, they don't really introduce Agumon. Yeah, because they already introduced him as Koromon. Right, they why go... not introduce him as Agumon? Because it makes more sense to do the lower form where they could carry them around and not be able to fight at all. They... Because then it, the intru it introduces... Forms, the child forms can barely fight too. Yeah, they're but, not but, that tough either. Yeah, they but, couldn't but, beat Koagumon. But they're able to at least fight. It introduces the core concept of the series in episode one, but without making anyone too powerful. I would like to point out at this time that Adventure is the only season where all of the characters and all of the and all of their partners are introduced in the first episode. Every other season stalls that for a little bit and spaces it out a little more, and I think there's a reason for that. Uh, that's not quite true. They don't introduce the last one. Well, the last one. I actually would introduce the last one to be honest. If you're gonna if you're gonna do that, I would also <laughs> try to explain a little bit about what's going on with the Hikari Gauka situation without requiring us to watch a movie beforehand. Because mm -hmm. this is this is one of my frustrations with people who complain about um, the kids not knowing about the Zero Two Kids and Try. If you weren't bothered by Taichi not remembering in Korum, not remembering Koromon in Episode One of Adventure, you don't have any right to complain about him not remembering the Zero Two Kids and Try. <laughs> uh, well, the thing is, is it's sort of the type of universe that sort of slides into the Buffy Doctor Who explanation of how stuff works. If if something's not being looked at, it kind of isn't remembered, or it's just not important enough to discuss, and the plot requires it to not be discussed. That's definitely the case. I don't necessarily consider that a good thing. I don't necessarily consider it good or bad. It's how it is, and to complain about it at this point, because it's something specific that someone cares about, it's just hard to... I think that logic is fine for try. I'm I'm not sure I accept it. For Although to be fair, there's such little kids in the first movie that you could always argue they thought they were dreaming or whatever. Yamato and Takeru both saw it though, and they were together. They have you know they witnessed each other watching it, and they both saw it together. And yeah, then you have to realize this is Yamato we're talking yeah. about. At some point, Yamato's mother 
told him that the that the quote unquote dream, the, the the what Yamato and Takeru both saw was them dreaming individually, and also they're moving because terrorists. Yeah. That was a conversation that we have to accept actually happened. Yeah, but here's the thing. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we first off, we do have to accept that. But it's also kid it's, logic, where kids don't necessarily understand something. And if you ask a kid what happened, often the story does not match reality. And then if you ask them a few years later, they don't remember it at all. If you ask two kids, that'd be... That's roughly hard, especially when they go outside the next morning and there's a bunch of damage to yeah, the area. Or, one, or the kid told his little brother the story to scare him when he heard all the bangs last night. I, that's not out of the sense of reality. Takeru was there watching it, though. No, but I'm talking about them telling their parents and how the parents could react, is what I'm saying. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. I guess, but I think a better rationale for that would have been more useful. And having some allusion to Hikari Gauka in that first episode also would have been really interesting, just to make it feel yeah, like. To be fair, though, there's some. The, there's thing, some the problem is, is the movie was so short. We don't know when that. The thing is, is that stuff may not have existed when they were writing the first episode. Perhaps, but it should have been incorporated. Like I think it. But it I mean, think but it, what I'm saying is, I think it serves it, us better if we yeah, know but, but as I, an audience. But what I'm saying they, is, is it may not have existed when that episode was being put together. Period. Right, but we're rewriting it, so we can do whatever we want. You know, let's have them actually think about this as they're writing it, and yeah. that's why I think having some illusion to have the audience know that these kids are chosen for a reason and to have some mystery around that, even if the kids themselves don't know why they were chosen until much later. See, I think it's more interesting to not even point them out as chosen at that point, like the show did. The show doesn't introduce them as being chosen. It also feels very arbitrary, like they, the show doesn't know why they were particularly chosen. And I did have a problem with that. See, I see that never... I never minded it because they pointed out when they finally met someone who had the ability to explain stuff. It's basically that they got sucked in at a point when no one could tell them, and there was no one around to tell them. Oh, no, the kids should find... That's, the, that's when the kids should be finding out about it. I think there should be some clues for the audience right off the bat, just to let them know that there is kind of a plan here, and well, that they're not... Well, I think the clues are that there was one for each of them, and that the Digimon all seemed to know who they were somehow. I mean, that's a mild clue at the very least, that something else is going on. I could have used more, yeah. but yeah, that that would be the season I would I would probably rewrite is especially the first half of Adventure, make that a little more interesting with its story because Adventure the story, I'm not a huge fan of. It's really character driven, and yeah, see that that's exactly that's exactly what I want from my stories. Well, keep. Oh no, it, it can definitely still be character driven, but I don't think there's any problem with having a good story behind it too. And once it catches up and you get into the Vamdemon and Dark Masters arc, then it's fantastic. It's just that first half really drags for me. Yeah, no, no, I I agree with you there, Adam. I'd probably rewrite Tamers. T Tamers could do with some more consistency, I think. Yeah, I, I would like Tamers to continue using the card slash mechanic because that yeah, missed the first couple of episodes. Tamers, yeah. Tamers forgets stuff exists in its own... It just loses track of things, and I don't... 
it, it tends to be an ongoing thing with stuff Kanaki does where he doesn't really think about where he's going. Mm. Yeah. L- like, I think that's where... How many times has Konaka written a 52-episode series? Or 51, Well, the I thing is, is he, do, he does this with 13-episode shows, though. He wrote, yeah. like, like, for example, yeah. one of my friends, their favorite show is Big O. Big O ends on mm-hmm. big cliffhanger mm-hmm. moment. A couple years later, a second season gets funded. Ends on big well, cliffhanger yeah. moment. Yeah. And then years later, he was interviewed. Well, what were you going to do for season three to tie up everything? He goes... Didn't really think about it. Probably would end on a cliffhanger. And yeah. it's like, at some point, it's more that he doesn't... But that's what we were talking about with the when we were talking about the Tamers audio drama, is that he ended Tamers the way he wanted to end Tamers. Yeah. But I do get your point about there being more consistency with certain things, like to have that, yeah. to use card slash more often and to... I mean, I mean, there, it, there are places where Tamers could have it, been it often up. feels like he's plotting episode by episode and, and no one's reminded him you have an actual run to go over it, it's like <laughs> it's like they've put together the big um, plots but no one's thought of the smaller elements yeah like like you, when they say like when they say they're gonna spend X number of episodes in the digital world and they have to constantly reshuffle who's in which group in order to keep them in the digital world for X number of episodes even so though even though they seem to have no interest in actually having the kids be there they're sort right. of just there because they have to be there yeah no I mean there are certainly things in tamers that can be improved on mm. yeah. yeah. And it, it it is kind of annoying when you introduce a mechanic and then don't keep using that. Well, mechanic. none of that. The like core mechanic, the core mechanic that's advertised for the series. Yeah. I mean, when it's, he, it's when... one of the things. It's one of the things between Card Slash and Matrix Evolution. There's really not a whole lot interesting with the mechanical element of Tamers. Well, that's the funny part. Is it's almost like with Tamers, they become disinterested in their own stuff and just go back to what the prior shows were doing. Other seasons are guilty of that as well. Oh but no, they are. Frontier, but Frontier, like Frontier, abandons the slide evolution concept, which could have worked, which could have been interesting. And Sli- Atmon, Sli- Atmon ability. Is slide, ev- so slide evolution. Slide evolution could have been interesting, but it was never going to be done interestingly in the way that we all kind of want to see it, which is them, you know, like in the middle of the fight, sliding back and forth to do combos and stuff. Which, ironically... Yeah. The, good, which, good writers could have done that. No, the show was never going to do that with the animation, though, is what I mean. Writers or no, not, they slide were... Up, slide evolution sequences is more stock footage. No, but what I mean is, is you can't... When you're in the middle of the fight, you can only do the stock footage pull so much. What I mean is, is what people really want to see with slide evolution is, is... You know, we just get an in-animation where they... Fring, and then in the middle of a combo, they're switching back and forth as... Do you get what I mean? Yeah. That a couple times. The, yeah, but there not, are a couple moments where Cross Wars did that to great effect. Yeah, but what I mean is, is that was not going to happen circa 2000. No, I, no, I, I get yeah. what you're saying. So, it, so that's not a writing issue. That's The writers knew it wasn't going to happen, so they just didn't do it. And at some point, Slide Evolution uh, is kind... I understand why, but there's no plot reason to really do it if that makes sense yeah because yeah. because it's effectively just an evolution so that they don't have to go back to being the kids 
Right. And the plot generally knocks them around so much that them being knocked back to being the kids happens enough that slide evolution kind of becomes redundant. Yeah. Card Slash could have been used all the way up to Dukemon. Well, not with Dukemon himself, for obvious reasons, right. but right. it could have been used further into the series. But or, you also can you also can use that with some of the secondary characters still using yeah. it with their things. Like, we never got a Hirokazu Gardramon Card Slash. That could have been something. Yeah, like, Card, card Slash is the type of thing that could have worked well nowadays when... Well, both card slash and um, slide evolution. Slide evolution probably would have worked better now, when they probably would have been willing to just bypass doing the slide evolution sequence entirely and just have it be a flash. Mm-hmm. Or use the slide evolution sequence once per battle and then yes. do it as a flash. Exactly. In, you know, I as mean, it I mean that that would be very interesting dynamic fights, but that was just never, ever, ever gonna happen back then. As much as it would have been nice to see. So, mm-hmm. I, so I don't call that a writing issue, though, simply because it feels like writers knew they weren't going to get to do it, so they just didn't. It, you know what I mean? I sort of get what you mean, although I don't trust the Frontier writers to come up with a whole lot of creative stuff. <laughs> I think we can move on to questions. Um, let me scroll up and see what we have here. They, yeah, they had a. there's a long, long chat going on here, so I don't know if yeah, there's a whole it, lot of ha- questions. Half, half of it's yeah. ranting about Try, which is what... Almost ever, which is what half the threads on with will devolve into. Pretty much. Which is why we tell them to stop because it's just whining at some point. I almost got into it with someone on Facebook. Yeah. Well, because which it, is a ter- which is a terrible place because I have like family members yeah. and stuff on Facebook. Huh? Yeah, Facebook for me is literally almost just families and the occasional friend. Yeah, I, I generally don't do a whole lot of Digimon geeking on Facebook. I do. Okay. Yeah, here's you do. One. Okay, here's one from Transformer 03. Would we have preferred a sequel with the O2 kids rather than the originals? No. no. I don't think that would have really worked. I mean, that's it, just... it. Wouldn't have sold. You might. You might get away with an, a series with the originals and the Zero Two kids yes. incorporated in a meaningful way, but it would have to still be primarily centered on the originals. You'll yes. never get away with one focused on the Zero Two kids. Yeah. Now, you could get away with a one-off at this point. Yeah, now you could. Like, if we got a follow-up audio drama or something post-try about no. the Zero Two Kids, I think that would be greatly well, appreciated. Well, I've made the argument, if we were going to get anything with the Zero Two Kids, it would probably be a web OVA. Mm. Okay. Which they would then I edit. That. Which they would then edit into a single... single thing on home video, which is what they've done for Gundam Thunderbolt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be something. Yeah, that they would do. That's the kind of thing I could even imagine them doing for Tamers, to be honest. Yeah. Maybe. I think the problem with Tamers is, and I've brought this, I, and I've discussed this with people, and most Tamers fans generally, but they don't really want more Tamers. They just want to see the characters again. Yeah. Right. They don't. They don't necessarily want. It's kind of the weird catch twenty two of if you're gonna bring the characters back, you have to do something with them. Well, if you're bringing if you're bringing the characters back post season, you have to sort of undo the <clears throat> sorry the permanence of the. I don't think you really do because I think you I think you can just go off the movie and say they just came back. Oh well, move on. Mm, I suppose you could, but then there then you have more canon problems and people eh, would be arguing about. The thing that, is, is so. with the movie, the only real canon issues is coloring and stuff for Beelzebubon. 
Well, no, the issue with the movie uh, is that the Digimon are in there. No, because you can say they just came back. You can say that Takato found them because of what he found at the end of Tamers. Right, even though they didn't bother, they didn't think it was important enough to animate that scene of them being reunited no, despite because, everyone saying the thing it is, would is have you, to because be a part. It's, because it's easy enough thematically to say that that is a potential obvious conclusion to that idea. That, right, but that, there's, that, there's, there's, that, that, there's just an emotional. I would let's. I would say I would be more interested. Okay, in okay. How, how about how about union this? than anything okay. that happened in that. Okay, movie. how about this? They go off the train crap, but we get a flashback where we see them meet up with them again. That might work. Because at some point, if you're only going to do an hour, you don't want to spend half an hour of it with them being reintroduced. You kind oh, no, of... I would definitely spend half an hour of them no, being see, I, want... I think no. that is an emotional high point of that no, movie. No, see, we want to see them just be around each other is kind of what everyone wants. Right, but then you can also do it before everything is resolved. Like, eh. there's, find, find some point where it's relatively stable enough to do some side story. See, I'm not, see I guess I've just never been bothered with the idea that he simply was able to get them. Of course, it's also been I... it also it's also been fifteen years at this point of that sort of being in the mind. What everyone just kind of assumed happened. If you go with the train movie, right? But I my point is that them being reunited is such an emotional moment that it's sort that that the knowing that that happens sort of drowns out anything that could possibly happen. The problem that. is, is though, is. How many times have we seen that with the franchise so far? We haven't seen it with Tamers. No, we haven't seen it with Tamers, but it's the same franchise. At some point, we've seen it with the Adventure Kids twice. Actually, and more more than twice if you take into account that, that not all of them saw their Digimon in the first episode. Have we seen it beyond Adventure, though? Well, we have. Hunters. That's not really emotional, though. It kind of is. There's... It's emotional for it's emotional for for you and Damimon. That that was emotional. But like Mikey and Shoutmon just get together and go, "Hey, what's up?" Yeah, but that's kind like of those characters. Yeah, it is. But that that's how they would. That's, that's how they that's, would. That's how they would talk to each other. Right, and I want to see how the Tamers would handle that situation, because each character handles that situation differently. They would. They would. They they would all cry and be happy, and Rika would be standing with her back towards everyone. With her arms exactly. crossed. Let's see. No, it. she wouldn't. She'd be lovely. Oh no, yeah, yeah, Rookie would be. She'd be totally in tears if Renamon showed no, up. No, she'd be in tears, she but she'd she be turned around so they couldn't see at first. Oh, okay, yeah, like she'd, she'd be cool for emotion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She'd be crying. I know, I I we wouldn't she, see it at first. She's freaking losing it. <laughs> Yeah, well, to be fair, we saw her basically lose it in tears when they left. Yeah. Yeah, she's not hiding anything if they came back. But but that's let's we need to see the scene so we can settle this. That's no, my see, point. See, I'm perfectly happy with not seeing it and going, they got reunited, that's nice. I'm not saying they would never have a reason to show up, but if they didn't, I wouldn't really have an issue if they just went, the Digimon had been back for a while, remember the train thing. Not word for word like that, but you know what I mean. Yeah, that that doesn't work for me. Yeah. You need to call Japan and complain, AR, because that's what they did. Well, the train movie's not canon, so... It's as canon yeah. as anything else is that's happened after Tamers. 
Well, doesn't the state the CD drama sort of? Yeah, the CD rep- drama basically says that they're not coming back. Yeah, but that, that's what I'm saying. It's as canon as anything else. Tamers that's happened after the show ended. Mm. Also, I think Konaka said that the CD yeah. drama is more canon than the the movie. Yeah, he said he prefers the CD drama to the as an ending. Yeah, but the thing is, is Probab- he, but probably he, because he worked on the CD drama. Yeah, but, and not the but movie. see, but that's the thing. It's not like he's in charge of what ends up being canon. If they decide to do more Tamers, he could very well not be involved, and everyone then has to decide on their own, are they going to watch it or not? Yeah, well, they've been pretty disinclined to use those side movies as canon, mm. other than, I think, other than the, other than Revenge of Diaboromon, I think Revenge of, of Diaboromon is sort of in the, it might be canon zone. It's kind of the, it doesn't matter canon zone. Yes. My general rule for which movies are canon or not is, is Taichi a main character? <laughs> which applies to everything, including Tamers and Frontier and Savers movies. If Taichi yes. is not a main character in the movie, it's not canon. <laughs> it works. Well, he's kind of a main character in movie four. Exactly. You can kind of, it's that, that's where you have your gray area. Yeah. Mm. See that see that's one of the ones where like I don't expect us to know by the end of the try if that movie actually counts or not. It uh, just yeah, it simply doesn't really matter. No. The it only matters in the sense of one thing. They're clearly aware that they can use Omegamon. Yeah. And minus that movie having them use it again, it's never was never really made clear in O2 if they could actually use him or not. It seemed mm-hmm. like they couldn't, but we don't actually know that. Right, okay. well, Metal Gururumon doesn't show up. I don't think he ever shows up no. at any point in Zero Two, so... It, it, if you don't it, have Metal Gururumon, it's really going to be hard to have Omega. Yeah, on. but to be fair, the explanation of how we even get War Greymon is sort of an ass-pull, to be honest. Oh, yeah, it's totally... It totally they is, give up. They give up, did... they give up their evolution abilities again, which makes them yeah. Imperial Dramon, but then Agumon just shows up and he'd gotten another Digicore. It's like... Okay, I have no, I have right. no issue. By, by all rational logic, War Greymon shouldn't have showed up either. Oh no, I have no well, issue I'm just saying that if you don't have those components, it's going to oh, be no, hard. Oh no, I know. I have no issue with that specific aspel. I just think you, if you, if you're going to do it with him, you might as well just say you did it with all of them. I mean, right. none of them were plot relevant to do it. The only reason they even did that was because everyone wanted to see War Greymon and Black War yeah. Greymon fight. That is <laughs> that the only the reason that parent. exists. That was so transparent. Yeah, but it's just so funny the way they did it. It's just Agumon just shows up, basically, and got another one. I mean, it makes sense plot-wise, but those tend to be those one-off plot elements that don't happen. It's, you know what I mean? We got like Agumon showing up in Atmon. Yeah. Mm. Well, no, uh, yeah. But, it, but it's like, it's like the, um... Any number of power-ups in different shows where characters get it once, and then it never comes up again, even though everyone could have used it. It's like, oh, they brought it up again, but this time it was only Agumon. How interesting. And now we get to see the fight we want to see. Yeah. (gasps) Um, I'm surprised none of us wanted to rewrite Zero Two. Well, because here's the thing. I don't think Zero Two's writing generically is as bad as most people think it is. I think it's just kind of become in vogue to go after it as the sequel. Mm, like, I mean, it has issues. It, it has, has issues. It has issues, but it, on the whole, I'm 
reasonably happy with it. Like, there are, mm. things, there are generic things you can point to, which, you know, we kind of do with each one. But by and large, it works serviceably well as a sequel. I think the other issue is that if you're going to try to fix all the problems of Zero Two, it's going to take a while. I mean, it's it's enjoyable for what it is. Yes. But if you're going to... It's a lot harder to unravel everything and make everything fit and be consistent and be entertaining and take care of everything as opposed to something like Frontier where all well, I th- the I think, I think really so- out in the forefront. I think there's also something more interesting with just starting at the beginning to re- to theorize how to rewrite stuff. And with... For Zero Two, that's sort of what you have to do. No, 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 no. I mean in the sense of you can oh, yeah. you can restart at core elements. With Zero yeah. Two to a point, you're still building off something else, is what I oh, mean. Oh, no, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's sort I guess, of... yeah, Zero Two, you kind of start at the halfway point in many yeah. ways. And it, Frontier, no, you, you can almost start from scratch yeah. with that it, one. It just takes the core elements. It, it's like if you were going to rewrite Zero Two... Would the adventure kids really be as much in the background as they are? I mean, plot, plot, That's a tough question. Plot-wise, it makes sense to do. Character-wise, eh, I, mean, I mean, here's the thing: it's a toy, right. it's a toy, toyetic series. They were gonna replace as many characters as they could, reasonably. Right. And which which leads to the ultimate plot: finding some plot reason for them to not be useful. Yes, and they did it. And that's ultimate. And that's ultimately the first problem you have to fix and, with Zero Two is having giving us something that actually makes sense and is in character. See, I'm actually perfectly fine with the excuses. I'm just more annoyed that they did it twice. I mean, it makes sense, plot-wise, but come on, just fi- just come up with one excuse that will work through the show. I don't need two of them. Yeah, that's my only issue. Is they deal with the towers and then conveniently there's another one. Yeah. And, yeah, no, the towers were a fine were a fine excuse. The towers worked fine. It was and, the second and one. Then, was the, and then they issue. all get their evolution abilities back, and then they have to give them up again. Yeah. And then they get them back and then have to give them up again. Well, <laughs> on, well only Agumon does at that point. <laughs> right. Mm. But that that's my main issue is just find one excuse. Or even just come up with excuses that just do not sound quite so much like finding ways to weaken the old characters. You could have come up with something like maybe it has to be Armored Digimon or Jogress Digimon rather Mm -hmm. than it being a plot background reason something like that. Next question, okay. Who do we think will be on the sixth poster? I really like Zero Two Kids but it's probably just going to be everyone in general. My guess is the main nine. Everyone... With Tai Chi stomping on a sewer grate where you can see the O2 kid slightly underneath it. <laughs> They've trapped them, yeah. Something alluding to the presence of the Zero Two kids would be appreciated. I don't or, know or, if the or, Zero Two kids themselves okay, would be on the, it. But... The, the adventure kids, and one of them's choking Vimon. Oh no, not Vimon. Can we no. choke, choke Daisuke instead? Yeah, the problem is, is if it's Daisuke, then people can say for fact it's Zero Two. With Vimon, it could just be a random Vimon. Mm. Sort of like how everyone was wondering if the Bakuman on Part Four was going to be the one we had seen before. People mm. wondered that. Yes, I pe- forgot Bakuman was in Zero Two. So, oh, pe- I, I people thought of, people thought it was going to be the same the... one. Mm. Yeah, uh... I suppose the. Bakuman also appeared in a season one audio drama. 
everyone shows up in an audio drama somewhere. Yeah, it's true. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm. I think something with my guess would be all of the kids in some capacity with some sort of allusion to the Zero Two Kids without actually having the Zero Two Kids. Mm. To be fair, it's not like the Zero Two Kids rescued the Adventure Kids at the end of their movie. I think it would be really cool if the Zero Two Kids somehow rescued the Adventure Kids and try. I think that'd be a really interesting well, subversion to be, to of what we expecting. Well, to be fair, the missing character having the adventurous intro is not exactly... I mean, that in itself is a cliché. Since we're oh, talking yeah, about totally. cliches earlier. Not... I, don't, I don't think it's a cliché we're expecting right now. I expect that them to show up so... somehow, I just don't know how. I, I'm, I think the general expectation is at some point the adventure kids are going to realize they're missing and go rescue them. To be fair, they I know they're like missing, some... it's come up. Right. Realize they're missing and they really should get around to rescuing them at some point, yeah. but... You know, to actually prioritize it and go save them, I think most people expect that that's how it's going to play out. I would love it for, say, somebody else to rescue them, like uh, Maki would be a great no, one to rescue better. them. No, even better. What if that's where the real Jedi is? Or that's where the real Jedi is. That's another possibility. <laughs> and then potentially having the Zero Two kids get the Adventure kids out of a pinch in the end. Like just for the adventure to kids to finally just like oh we're we're fine this is this is finally it they're finally gonna lose and then out of nowhere Magnamon shows up. <laughs> is that not the most Daisuke thing ever? And and then it pans to Daisuke who's standing there eating ramen. Sure. <laughs> so many weird random things that could happen. The problem is, is even trying to guess, it feels like ninety. Pr I mean. Everyone has guessed and theorized, and almost everything has been 100% wrong. Mm. I've, I've seen some correct guesses so far. Yeah, but the problem is that the correct guesses are always followed, or had right before them, 20 wrong guesses from the same person. I don't know. A lot of people were spot on about the uh, Maki and Daigo being the original chosen. But like, yeah, that was I, I, I guess a lot see, of people. See, had see that here's the thing. The no, I, I count that as wrong. Do you know why? Every single time new characters were introduced in anything, it was the original chosen. Doesn't mm. matter. It's still, it's still accurate. No, there was definitely, no, see, there was it, definitely it's only, a lot of clues. It's only accurate. It's only accurate if they're actually guessing. If they just guess it for everyone that appears, it's not really guessing. It's just saying it over and over again. The Frontier Kids were the original. The Cross Wars Kids were the original. Maybe some of the Tamers Kids were the original. I don't know, May, were you on the Daigo and Maki being original? Yeah, yeah. but I mean, I'm how still often, thinking... How often did you do that? How often did uh, you guess someone else was the original chosen before uh, Daigo and Yama Maki showed Yamato, up? Yamato's dad. I always okay. said that, that, that he, was, okay. he might be one as well. But besides that, no. Besides that, no. I, 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 no though I but have I'm not talking about any singular person, there, yeah. I'm talking about the fandom as a whole. Mm, I have heard well, the Frontier Kids. You can't, you can't go one, with, yeah. the, with the fandom as a whole because their guesses are all over the place and there's a billion different ideas. Yeah, I'm going for one particular thing. Like yeah. I've been right on a couple things. Like I was I was very quick to figure out that the um the Kaiser figure in movie two was not human. Why well, I, like, I was I, I think a bunch of people guessed that when he didn't talk. Right. Because oh, Ken, Ken's mouth. I guess that's somewhere before movie two, somewhere in the middle of the Ken versus Taichi debate. I realized that both options were stupid and neither one of them would be accurate. 
So I was right on that one. So to be clear, you're arguing that they were stupid even though with the way Toei works, either of them could have ended up being just as right. Oh, absolutely. But that's, you know, that's the guess that I latched on. But what I mean is, is when you're saying... Oh, no! It, but what I mean right. is, is when you're saying both of those are stupid, therefore you guess the third. All three of them are stupid. The, um, the, Ki- the Kaiser's back for some apparent reason. Tai Chi's the new Kaiser. Or the Kaiser shows up, but it's not really him. That, the that's they're, they're not all really kind of less stupid than the other two. Nah, they're all they they're all kind of the same level of stupid, to be honest. I mean, I even I bring back, disagree with that. We'll move on. Bringing back the Kaiser is effectively. It, I could go on a long. Yeah, well, I, we we why, both could. Why, why mysterious man did that? I, I think there's a very valid explanation for that. Well, there's a valid explanation for anything. Yeah. I mean, almost anything, no, ma- no matter how stupid any of us think anything is in any franchise, somehow we could come up with a valid explanation for it. Yeah. I mean, there's a there's some there's some stuff that I dismissed in movie two that I dismissed as stupid that might be that might end yeah. up being accurate. But 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 99% of the stuff in tries effectively get people excited. Or get people talking. Right. But it's still roughly... A lot of the stuff in there roughly makes sense, so... Yeah. Let's see. Like, it's it's a, a series of movies, so yes, they're designed to make people excited. That's oh, no, I know, but I'm saying their marketing is built around that type of thing, even more so than other anime. Like, well, like, re- of... like regardless of who the Kaiser is... The Kaiser was there only for marketing. There is no real plot reason for it to be him. It was, but there's still a plot. But there is a plot reason that it was him, so... Yeah, but the plot reason was a very quick plot thing. And realistically, early guesses of it being whoever generally were based on as much information as anything else, is what I mean. Yeah. But I guess... But to your point is that you're saying that nobody was right about a lot of their guesses, then that's... At some point... No, there at some... were people who were right about that particular guess. There were people who were right about Daigo and Maki. Yeah, but th- most people are throwing out so many guesses, it's effectively noise at this point. I think people generally latch onto one or two specific theories, so... Not that I've certainly... seen... I've seen people throwing them out literally like candy. Yeah. I I roll with uh, different people, I guess, that generally have this is what I'm going to go with, and they roughly stick with it. The next question... Uh... What is the craziest theory we've ever heard from the fandom? Mimi Shoes being a pretty Yeah, Mimi too. Shoes was a good one. Yeah, I, I, it's hard for me not to go with Mimi Shoes because now it's in my head. Yeah, I like the one where because Yamato during when the train car art that Yamato was in the shadow, which meant he oh, was going to be. Oh yes, a bad he was going to be. Try. I forgot about that. that. I forgot. That was a crazy I one. forgot about that one that he was shadowed, so he was going to be evil. There was something in one of the trailers about that too. I think either well, for Yamato or Hikari well, that it, they were going to be bad guys because I, I think it, I think it was that in that initial teaser that Yamato wasn't smiling while everyone else was. Right. Oh yeah. yeah. It was that he was kind of grimacing. It's like, have you watched the 
fucking show. That's basically mm-hmm. what he does. Right. Uh, I think that that's I think that's a shock for a lot of fans though is that the tri characters are being written in character. Yes. Which throws a lot of people off. Yes. I. I yeah. That that's always been interesting. That it really is throwing people off. That I mean that they've been maybe sweetened a little bit. Mm. To to what their characters were, but they're effectively being written properly, and I think that took people by surprise. It, it goes against a lot of the headcanons that have emerged over the last few years. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, the next question was, will streams continue to be Saturday at 2 for the foreseeable future? Probably. It really depends on yeah. my, my wife's work schedule. If she yeah. continues to yeah. G- not work on Saturdays, then... Yeah, gener- generically, go. that just has been the time that kind of works, where it kind of lines up for everyone, and it's just late enough that May in general can make it without too much in the way of issues. Yeah, except for today, where I, des- like yeah. I decide to sleep in for an yeah. extra 20 minutes. Shit happens. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that's kind of where we aim at, but I, for sure don't know. That's why I try to say reasonably early on Twitter when the streams will be because we just don't know and it could end up being any time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, look for the next question. Oh, God. You've just reminded me of the worst theory. Damn it. I think that's you, AR. Yeah, no, that's yeah, uh, oh, yeah. that Mako being Ken and Miyako's yes, daughter. Yeah, back it's from totally back, wild, but yeah, I love back, it. back from the future to blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. oh god, I forgot about that one. Oh no, I I read it. What about uh, when everyone thought that Maki was Ken? Oh yeah. Oh put, yeah, I, I yeah. People people thought he was Ken. People thought he was Masaru at one point. Yep, I made gifts of all of those. Yeah, I, I forgot. Think about I made of it being. You know, I believe, you know, different, you know, this is my side in this debate is Maki is, this is Ken, this is Masaru, this is Taichi's mother, this is a character from Free. Oh, yeah. Oh, I I remembered another a theory that I came up with after Chapter 3, I think. Uh, I predicted that the, the, the reboot has happened before and that it yeah. happened somewhere between the prequel movie and where the kids first went to the digital world because and it says that the maybe that Agumon is actually Taichi's Agumon but because of the reboot he became a different size and a different personality mhm didn't adventure another... i mean i mean ignoring that the characters wouldn't know i believe in adventure when we see the flashback we see them actually creating the digimon for them though mm like, we see them creating the eggs. So you could say some yeah. of the data might be from the old one, but I don't think it could actually be that one. Yeah. There's one that we formulated, I think it was before movie three, either before movie three or at, right after movie three, uh, we formulated in chat about how because Ken's dad and Oikawa were both working in genome research that that was somehow the origin of Mekumon because of the yeah. double helix action going on. I like that. I like yeah. that. Yeah. I I, I, still I, like I, that I doubt they're looking at small plot things like that. For oh yeah, I, I No, 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 no. And, and and I know it was it was meant as kind of like a serious/smart-alecky slash type thing. Mm-hmm. 
but it's just one of those theories that is like why the heck not like that would be so cool i don't think they're going into really specific stuff with zero two like that no. especially with zero two i should say yes but i mean there's a lot of cool theories going on right now like the idea that it makes a lot wow. of sense for daemon to be involved it makes a lot of sense for apoclemon to be involved uh, i think so those are still out there and valid silver-haired freak um that is actually not a theory. That actually is the canon for the dub. At least if you want to take the writer's opinion of it. Uh, in the dub... Is another thing I have to ask Jeff next week? Yeah. <laughs> no, oh no, he's talked about it at length. Like, we have, mul we have multiple recordings of him discussing it. In the world of Data Squad, at least as far as he's concerned, is a simulation Izzy has made to see what problems could crop up in the digital world. I wrote a fanfic about that ten years ago. That Except it was Tamers and not Sabers. Yeah. But yeah, he, he's brought that up quite a bit and has discussed it that that like that is why Mona Marshall is Yggdrasil, is, is King Yggdrasil Drassel in the dub. That's literally why it was cast and He's even said, you can ask her about the discussions we, I had with her about it when she was recording. I love that. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm going to have to talk to Jeff about my fanfic then. That's going to be <laughs> insane. <laughs> okay! No, seriously, I have a fanfic from that's ten years old about uh, Takato finding out his world is a simulated simulated world created by um, basically Izzy's and his people. That, that, was, that, was, actually a, that, that was actually a very good chunk of early Digimon fanfiction that they find out everything's just the digital world. Yeah. I still like the way Cross Wars did it for the digital world where it was more that the digital stuff just made the worlds connected. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Actually, I really like uh, Cross Wars, their version of the digital world in general. It works really well for me. It's okay. Uh, I don't think people give enough credit to Cross Wars, the digital aspect of that. It it They do an okay job with it, like better than some of the other digital worlds that you have. Better than like, most of them, to be honest. Um, uh, yeah. Like, it's better than Frontiers, for sure. I'd actually say that until you got really introduced, really hardcore sci-fi elements and try it was actually better than Adventures Digital World as far as the digital elements of it. Oh, I, I mm. agree with that. Most of the digital worlds we tend to see tend to be wacky world with a few digital artifacts around. It's cyberpunk Narnia. Hmm. <laughs> Basically. I'm just trying... Let's see. Okay. We'll let them figure out any more questions before we start to wrap it up. So, how... how okay, how does everyone here watch Try Part 5? Or watch Try thus far? What do you guys watch on? Crunchyroll. Well, no, Crunchyroll. I mean... What do you use to watch Crunchyroll? My laptop. Like a uh, Jay's computer because uh, we use his Crunchyroll, or I, I think no, I think maybe we might have used the Wii U last time, maybe. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just watch off my yeah, laptop. I think tomorrow I'm gonna update that guide for people. That way, I did... last time was the only time I, I I did not get like a deluge of people asking me how the hell to watch it. I mean, I did hook it up to my when I watched it with my wife in the past. I have hooked my laptop up to my TV with an HDMI, so I have watched try like that before 
and I've watched it in theaters. See, I see. I have too. I have too much electrical crap that it still like doesn't quite get through my head that not everyone has equipment to watch this stuff on TV. Because mm-hmm. I'm just so used to having it for so long, it just doesn't. It, that's why I wrote it last time because I got tired of giving people advice one on one about which you know I still do, but it made more sense to just write a guide. Yeah. Does um does Crunchyroll work out of Chromecast? Yes. Ah, uh, yes, it does. Crunchyroll at this point runs on most devices. Some of the okay. Some of the custom boxes it doesn't like. I don't believe they ever added a full app for Western Digital's TV box. Mm-hmm. They had a mini version on it of it on there, which is kind of useless. But most TV interface boxes now have Crunchyroll to some degree. I mean, if you have a video game okay. system, you have Crunchyroll. Yeah, I'll keep that in mind. Yeah. Uh, who is going to see the solar eclipse on on the twenty first? Wrong hemisphere. <laughs> I'm at work. <laughs> I'm I- at work, and it's I'm not in a location where it's going to be impressive. Yeah, I, I think I'm in 50-60% and I do have the glasses, so I assume I'll... But I think it's like, where I am, it's like a two-hour range. So I'll yeah. probably pop out at some point to see. Yeah, that's. I'm probably about the same way. I might, if work lets us... Which would not surprise me that if work says, hey, who wants to pop out and yeah. see the eclipse? It might happen, but... Do you have the glasses I don't that keep ha- you from going have- blind? I do not have the glasses. It might be kind of a pinhole box type thing. Yeah. Um, Neko, I have no idea what your question actually is, to be honest. I, I feel like there's more to the question that's missing. What about the music head cannons? I, I think we need a bit more clarification on that to really answer it. I did a Tumblr post last week about music head cannons, so. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, well, we'll have her clarify just to make sure that's what it is. Uh, someone wants to know if we're going to get more commercials for Part 5. Yes. Yes, we will. Yeah. I mean, There's usually a couple more, what, 30-second commercials that will come out before, right be, before? There'll it... be a few 30 seconds. There'll be a 15-second. Yeah. There'll, there'll probably be one more trailer. I wouldn't be surprised to see a couple of them show up in Atmon in, in September. So yeah. for everyone who watches Atmon Live, usually there are a couple Digimon related commercials in there. Yeah. I mean, they'll be like they'll they be, showed. There'll be something. Yeah, like they've showed um, the promo for the Tamers Blu-ray. They've had yeah, a lot that, of that's kind of that's kind lately. of the wrong market to show that for, to be honest. It is, but they're doing them. So if you're watching Atmon Live, oh no, I, oh no, no, I know, but it's like mo- anyone watching Atmon who is not a little kid. Already mm-hmm. knows that that box is coming out. Yeah. yeah. But hey, little kids need to be warped by tamers too. And yes, silver-haired freak, they probably will tell us very little. Those commercials. I hope so. It, it's been kind of nice to be able to watch trailers and commercials and not just have stuff. Spoiled and mass. Mm-hmm. And Neko, I'm sure I did ask people to send stuff, but the problem is, is because that was probably this week, a week and a half ago, and I don't think anyone actually did, I don't remember what the exact question was. 
A podcast is a pretty weird place. It's really awkward to talk about music headcanons yeah. on a podcast now that I think about mm-hmm. it. But if anyone's interested, I did do an uh, I did put something up on my Tumblr about music headcanons. See, I, I think it was so. in, I think it was in response to that. I think you did that, and I made some comment, and you went, "Oh, we need to," dis-, and we both went, "We need to discuss that on the podcast." I was kind of joking, but yeah. I just can't remember what it was, to be honest, because it's been a while. Yeah, I don't remember what in- incentivized that, but... Oh, wait, I think it was something like, what music did we think the characters would listen to? Yeah. yeah. Something along those lines. But I don't but... remember if we were coming up with smart-ass responses or not, was the problem. I don't remember, like, the real context to it. But no, I have I have a very sincere response to that on Tumblr. Although I'm... Someone asked me to rank them on their music music tastes, so that's how it's framed. Like, which one has look, the best music taste Hikari, and which one has the look, worst? We've all seen the trailer for part five. Hikari's listening to Linkin Park. Oh, no. And they're, well, and they're, Link, and, it's and also it's, two, well, it's 2005, so... And it's, in the form, and it's in the form of old Dragon Ball Z music videos. I would have said Gundam. No, Lincoln, Lincoln, Lincoln Ball Z videos yeah. were like the thing in 2005. Like that's yeah. every, like, like nineteen, like 1999 of... to 2006. It was yeah. just like a an ocean of Lincoln Park Dragon Ball Z videos trying to make it seem much more dramatic and dark than it really was. Well, I... to me, I always associate Lincoln Park with Gundam because for some reason uh, on Cartoon Network on Toonami in Australia. They constantly had uh, Linkin Park songs playing in the commercials for Gundam, especially Numb, uh, mm-hmm. Gundam Wing, I believe. I've had a, I've had, I had a friend who actually there... wanted to make a Gundam Linkin Park video. Well, to be, uh, but to no, be, this was an actual trope. Like there are AMVs, there are AMVs that make fun of Linkin Park Dragon Ball Z videos. Um, to be fair, there is a Linkin Park Gundam, <laughs> and there is a Linkin Park Gundam album. Yeah, like like cool. like uh, I don't remember what the guy's name is who you know the main guy in Lincoln Park. He's a huge Gundam fan. There is an actual official Lincoln Park Gundam, and there was an actual like Gundam Lincoln Park album thing. Oh really? Yes. Oh, that's interesting. Never knew. And now I have to find the picture to show everyone, which I will link. <laughs> it. I, I will link in the here. I will link right here. And here's someone who has the album and trying to sell it. (laughs) And, like, you can see their logo on the bottom of the Gundam shield and everything. Like, all joking aside, that exists. Oh, so it does. But, anyway. (laughs) One of those random things that I saw at some point. Yeah, that that was this odd line of uh, conversation there. We're talking about to be Hikari's fair, music taste. To be, fair, to be fair, I brought up Linkin Park as a joke, and then it went to Linkin Park Gundam, and then it went to Linkin Park Dragon Ball Z, and then back to Linkin Park Gundam. Link- my question Hikari is... listening to Linkin Park has never been my headcanon, so... No, it was, a, it was a joke was... based on everyone saying how dark it's gonna be for part five. Right. No, I gotcha. Yeah. Um, guys, who would listen to Blink-182? I think it would be TK... Yep, took care of him. Absolutely. I, I, I'll deny it. 
He'll say it's he's listening to it ironically, but no, he's listening. I think, I think That's with, because Blink-182 is amazing. I think with most fictional characters, you could reasonably make an argument for almost any group you wanted to. Within, you know, if you have a group of characters, you can make an argument for one or two of them to be listening to a certain band, but... I think if you... I'm na- not sure you can get away with saying Sora listens to Blink-182 is my point. I think you... I think you could... Now, Sora listening to Taylor Swift, absolutely. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> I-, I think you could argue any of them for this type of thing just because it becomes easy enough to look at one character thing and point out, well, that's a reason. And let- let's be clear, they all listen to Smash Mouth. Oh, yeah, 100%, everyone. That's 100% canon. See, that's, I think well, it's 100% not... canon in the dub. No, it's I canon think... everywhere. They listen to Lincoln. They listen. <laughs> I got stuck on Lincoln Park again. They listen <laughs> to Smash Mouth. Because who doesn't listen to Smash Mouth? Boring people. <laughs> so I think that Mimi would listen to uh, Scarpunk. See that, see, that kind of skews to me saying you can make anyone listen to anything. Because kind of. Mimi. Yeah. Mimi is almost so cartoony a specific type of character it's almost would just generically just be pop music probably but i like like, that she has that one weird eclectic thing that she just got into somehow oh i know but i mean like if you're gonna say it for music it could be almost any group at this point is what i mean yeah, no, I, I just, I can just imagine that like, like, one of, like, of Mimi's friends in New York just totally oh, got her into less than Jake and she can't oh, shake it off. No, I know, but like, but what I mean, what I mean though is, is like all, like all my joking on Twitter about it aside, you could say she's into Dragon Force and that could hmm. be the weird eclectic thing that you could almost see being right. That's Koshiro. Uh... <laughs> No, anyway. Koshiro would just listen to a 20-hour loop of Bolero. <laughs> that's, that's, I had that as Joe, actually. <laughs> that's just, you know, just background study music. I, I think we've gone over almost everything we can go over for the episode. Probably. If you guys want to try throwing in one more question, this is basically going to be your chance, and then I think we're going to call it. I saw a question up here, but... And I'm about to watch wrestling live from Amer- America, so that's exciting. <laughs> yeah, I just, yesterday I finished watching uh, Defenders because they put that up at midnight on Friday, and I burned through that before Loudmouths could spoil it for me. <laughs> I think I can hear Adam's small child. Yeah, yeah, Lucas, <laughs> Lucas, and is home now, and it's been supper time. Okay, so I, th- I think is la- I th- is laughing at us. Okay, looks like there's the no more. Chair. Looks like there's no more questions. I think we're about done. Thank you everyone for showing up. Uh, you can catch all the news at the site before we do it on the podcast. Thanks. To- uh, once a- once again, if anyone does have any questions for me to ask Jeff Nimoy, hit me up. Like this is an hour and a half long panel that I'm going to keep pretty unstructured, so I am looking for stuff to. And I don't, I don't, be- I don't believe we listed it on the podcast because it was already done by that point. Um, he also did an hour long just answering fans' questions online a week or two ago. There's a thread on the forum about it for people who want is to that, see that. Was that? Re- is there? Can I yeah. watch that? Is oh yeah, that, that yeah, that's okay. recorded. I might check that out. But. Yeah, it, it might give you ideas of what to actually ask him. 
Yeah, no, that that helped. Yeah. Uh, last time I watched the expo panel prior to my KitsuneCon panel. Yeah. Yeah, he goes over the um the Izzy's King Jostle thing. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Uh, thanks everyone for showing up, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye. 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 Bye.